old moaning old git. <laughs> you can call like me moaning old, old git. The idea that if I complain, that means I should should have been born a woman. That's just dumb. <laughs> well, born a woman and old and the git. <laughs> well, I've never heard women could described as gits, but okay. Well, no, you're a combination of all of that shit. Fine. Um, <laughs> no reason, there's no reason to go pejorative with female when it comes to complaining. I complain more than any woman ever. That That is true. Well, then that don't talk true. about it in regards to gender roles. Look, look, women are quite happy when they're going, uh, we can multitask and men are crap at that. So what's the difference? I, I've never heard that as a standard of womanhood. Oh, do you want to come and live in Britain, man? They I all think they can. I do. They can. Yeah, you can multitask that shit, man. Do like stirring stuff and writing stuff and texting. Shit, people I might get a call. You might get a what? Call of Duty game. Why? Cause. Cause yeah. what? There is no justification for getting a Call of Duty game. Whatever. You get what you want. <laughs> I'll get what I want. <laughs> Look, you'll play it like three times, and then you'll go. Uh, I still like Call of Duty 4 better. You're complaining about people not playing games enough? Stuart Fowler, you got some goddamn nerve. <laughs> uh, You're just trying to get a rise out of me, that's all. I'm not. I would yeah, never do that. Anyway, here's a question. Here's a question. Here, wait. Push your uh, campaign. Thousands of people at websites. <laughs> you know, what retard? Fuck yourself. There you go. <laughs> I'm just going to say that over and over again. Here, you know what? I'm going to get that sound clip right now. Well, that's why I sent it to you. Why did you send it? <laughs> uh, oh, here he is. Hello. That was very nice. That was very nice. Welcome, Chinny. Chin Chinny. What's up? 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 How are you, Chini? You all right? You yep, good? Fine. You know when people won't leave and you're like, come on. I know. Yeah, yeah every man, week. When we do the yeah. show, I'm like, goodbye. Bye. <laughs> yeah. Right. Are we ready? Are I'm you ready, ready Chini? Uh, yeah, sure. Why not? Fuck it. Sure. Why not? Just do it. Everybody, can you feel that summer beat? We're on the roof so we can feel the summer heat. Yo, you can jump right in or you can dip your feet. 3MC, SP, Spiro, Sprout, and me. I'm gonna bone the fuck out to the next party. Give your stereo a little sex to see. One more time. 3MC, SP, Spiro, Sprout, and me. I'm going back to the hot tub permanently. Summer never ends with the Trinity. Summer loving in between beats, between sheets. is by dedication, practice, and doing the sh** that other people are too lazy to do. Hello, and welcome to show 283. 
of the Veteran Gamers podcast. There we go, we're live. That was good. Yeah, that I'm was Duke. Good. That was new. I'm Stu. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm ready. I'm ready. It's fine. I'm yeah. very un- unprepared tonight. Yeah, shut up, kids. Oh, God. It's uh, summertime! It is summertime! I got no papers to grade. What? And in case Just there's any me... students listening for the first time, welcome. Uh, let me ask you this, though, uh, Duke. Ahead, is, the living, is, is the living easy? Oh, is living's it? crazy easy. I just went to get brunch, and now I'm going to play video games the rest of the day? Yeah, living's easy. Living is easy. There yeah. you go. There you go. Um, yeah, so how are you, Chini? You good? Yes. Hello. <laughs> Jesus Christ almighty, he doesn't do the intro. He can't answer a question. What the is going on because i'm muted so i have to think about i have to press the button and all that <laughs> i have to think about how to press buttons all right do what do you want what's happening you pick your what's battles what do you want do you want to hear me type away and find these stupid do you want me to find these stupid fucking videos of these stupid fucking video games you've been playing so i can get them queued up for the stupid fucking stream i've only played right? one or drop me to be muted whatever um we should do some housekeeping first yeah we're gonna be doing e3 live we are, well, yes, we are, but... Do it live. Okay. Uh, we're going to do it live. Uh, tonight, uh, we're going to do a bit of a pre-E3, uh, which I'm going to publish tomorrow, and I know this is shocking. Oh shocking stuff. I know, I know, I know. Here we go. This is how it is. So, you're sort of contradicting yourself here, because you can, that, that I know, you can I actually know. do it's the show in one day. It's, it's only... Ah, but that's only because I'm off work tomorrow. I wasn't meant to be. I have, I've swapped days, so I'm actually off tomorrow. So there is a... There is a reason. But anyway, so here's the thing. So, yeah, yeah, we could have done, but it's my oh, only that day off. So much easier. It's my only day off. Now. It's for me. It's my only day off. So I don't want to be in bed too late tonight. Anyway, here's the thing. I want to be in bed at a good time. I need my beauty sleep. Anyway, here's the thing, right? Here's the thing. So tonight, we're going to do a bit of pre-E3. We're going to take a look back at what happened last year. And, and has that all come true? No. You know, did the, the genie no. tell the truth? Moving on. And then um, <laughs> we're going to do that. That's going to get published tomorrow. And then on Wednesday evening at 7 p.m. British uh, summertime, uh, we're going to record a sort of E3 roundup show. So if you want to come along, we'll be live on the Twitch channel and we'll be talking everything that's happened at E3, all the announcements, all the shit, all the crappy games that no one cares about. And the stupid gadgets that people introduce that are never going to get made. So we're going to talk all that sort of shit. That's great. Um, so there you are. That's a bit of housekeeping done. Is, is there any other housekeeping we need to do, Chini? Uh, Maybe I got some housekeeping. Why don't you ask me about that? I don't know. Duke, is there any housekeeping? No. Oh, there you go. Chini, <laughs> <laughs> any, any housekeeping? Uh, yeah, just uh, just to let people know that we are uh, live on Twitch, but and we we start at seven p.m. Hence why I'm all unprepared this week. Uh, well, this week and next uh, week, and then after that, we're going back to nine, right? Hopefully, because yeah, so it's, uh, it's, it's the Stuart Fowler oh. show, so we do what yeah, he wants. It's a Stuart Fowler um, show, and um, yeah, so we're doing that. And then, so thank you to everybody watching live in the stream. Thank you for everybody that just downloads and makes their week a little bit easier. We love you all. Thank you. Done. We do. That's very good. 
in liking that. Um, right. And I guess in that case, we should just crack on, should we not? Can we, shall we just get this shit going? Play the game. Yeah, well, I got some story time to start My us off with. My favorite time. So. It's story time. Story, story, story time. I had students uh, earlier in the school year, we did haiku time where I'd give them topics for haikus. And in case people don't know, haiku is a very simple poetry form. Three lines. First line's five syllables. Second line, seven syllables. Third line's five syllables. So I had a student who wrote this uh haiku about the song informer by snow informer you say no a licky boom boom down detective man said so i thought chinny would like that because he's a big fan of that song uh i think uh, i think that kid deserves an a uh yes she did and she i think she got an a i don't remember actually but um yeah I actually wrote on her paper, like, wow, it's been so long since anyone referenced Snow or the song Informer. So, well now done, young lady. Um, two other story-related things. These actually have to do with video games. There it is. Uh, <laughs> okay, so... I play at the on the last day of the semester in order to show off my lyrical steez. I show the students uh, a slideshow alongside the GameFlex Zero lyrics that I did. You remember when Matt Weston said, "Here, spit something over these uh, beats," and I do that, and it's all uh-huh. about video games, right? You remember this song? Yeah. Well, I often yeah. have students who recognize Fallout, recognize Red Dead, recognize Call of Duty, of course, Battlefield, whatever. I had a student for the first time recognize Eco. And I was like, yes, finally, someone said, hey, Eco, I played that game. And I was like, yeah. I don't have a sound clip for Eco, but I should have the mpa because that's. Did he, did he follow it up with it? Yeah, it was a bit shit. No, he didn't. He said that game was the best and he loved it. And he's so glad. Where's the I... XP? I didn't get any XP. <laughs> there is no trophies. No, I have students who appreciate the finer things in life. <laughs> and finally, I had a student who gave me the best gift ever. Actually, I had a number of really good gifts this year. One was a container of Ferrero Rocher chocolates. That's that right here. I'm pounding on the mic. Oh, the ambassador's party. Very tasty. And I had another student who, uh, he was one of the ones who responded to me saying, uh, Last of Us is good but not great. And he was like, actually, I will re- refute that. Here's the reasons why it's good. And he ran down some reasons. And uh, then at the end of the year, he gave me a, a gift which had a very nice note in it about how much he loved the class. And then he included in it a copy of Nino Cooney. <laughs> cool i was very wow that's that very is nice cool. very that nice very nice very nice of these students so I, I just ended the year on a really high note and it's been a great school year and now it's over and i can start writing and i can finally and now syncast too yeah so what is it 10 weeks off now uh, uh a bunch it's the summer <laughs> off i don't if you count weeks, weeks then up. you're doing it wrong you should just yeah, let yeah. time become a big ocean so have you got anything planned, any road trips or any crazy stuff you're going to be doing over the next however many weeks? Uh, I'm going to be writing a book and, yeah, trying to get other books published. Wow. So you're going to be busy, busy, busy. I am going to be busy. And I have to do a Good training stuff. next week uh, for Chromebooks. And I'll get a Chromebook at the end of it so I can go and write in coffee shops and stuff and not be chained to the be desk. Mega, you're a mega hipster. 
I am. Hipster. Hipster. Look, it's everybody like, in the coffee shop. Look, I'm I'm writing. I'm writing. Everybody, I I can't be disturbed. I'm writing on Twitter. And it'll be like in Best in Show, and he's like, and you were at Starbucks on your Mac, and I was at the other Starbucks on my Mac. It's Diane's joke, right? Because she wrote it apparently for the movie Best in Show or something. Yes, you referenced it recently. That's true. Thank you. I'm trying to do a podcast. No. You know. <laughs> Why do you want to get in here? Because. <laughs> well, that's settled that then. Good Lord. What is going right? on there? She just starts yelling. Jesus Christ. It's like some sort of dysfunctional family. It's man. not a dysfunctional family. This is how we <laughs> talk to each other all the time. What's wrong with this happening? How we talk? Why you I got... love you, Eric. I love you too, Duchess. Go away. Jesus Christ Almighty! Do you do you two like constantly have earplugs in? <laughs> no, we don't need earplugs. <laughs> Our dog is freaking out though. I bet the dog is freaking out. It's like, what the fuck is going on? Mommy and Daddy don't love each other anymore. Uh, by the way, I don't do that. I hate that when people are like, "My baby, hey, mommy and daddy are home." I am not my pet's father. That's just weird. Yeah, that is weird. I think it's weird it? when people do that. Uh, by the way, um, I we continued Millie's film education last night. Uh, is this? Yeah. Is this oh, I've always turned up to the right podcast. Shut yes, up. we'll get anyway. to it soon. We'll get to it soon. Anyway, here's the thing. Here's the thing. Games? No, it was a director that, in my opinion, only ever made one decent film. Well, that rules out okay. Paul Verhoeven and the Coen Brothers, and the only ones. Um, well, well, that's debatable. No, it's to be not. Fair. Shut up. Vendetta. <laughs> Even if you didn't like the second and third Matrix movies, V for Vendetta is a glorious <laughs> film. So shut up. <laughs> yeah, but most of the recent stuff's just been trash, hasn't it? You know what I mean? Cloud Atlas is good. Shut up. What is your problem? <laughs> anyway, I'm anyway. Rise out of Duke, man. I'm gonna be a troll. <laughs> Everyone loves anyway. trolls, right? So what did you watch? <laughs> so this writer director. Uh, made this film Just and everyone. Movie it is Can we already? cut the condescending crap and play the game? Okay, I'll give you a clue. It's a scary film with Gremlins. a twist at the end. Gremlins. No, Cabin it's not a wood. twist. A scary film with a twist at the end. Come on, one film. It's like the biggest. Like this is the film with the biggest twist Cabin at the end. In the woods. No. Frankenhooker. No, old. Head of the family. No, not old enough. Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Saw. It's the cell. Oh, I've got it. I've got it. Come on. Six cents. This is easy. Correct. Yeah, it's an easy one. Oh, Jesus Christ. No, no, no. Unbreakable is a good movie. What the hell is wrong with you? Unbreakable is a good movie, actually. I I never liked Unbreakable. Well, then you suck, and I hate you. No, M. Night Shyamalan sucks because he's shit at making movies since he made The Six Cents. Yes, he did start to suck, but Unbreakable is a good movie, so suck it. It was me. It was all right. Suck it, and you suck it. I just found it a bit boring. <laughs> Do you know what's, what's weird, though? I didn't realize he was in The Sixth Sense because he's actually in it, isn't yeah, he? Yeah, he's always in every one of his movies. Yeah, it's like Hitchcock. Yeah. Ooh, except not as cool. Look at me. Yeah, not I as cool. I saw on Reddit the other day, there was a picture on uh, Enemy or whatever uh, of M. Shalaman and the words, the next Spielberg, <laughs> a question mark. I know. Yeah, well, <laughs> you see, at the time, I think everybody was like, He's got to be so cool. This is going to be the best like films ever made. But yeah, it was two of them all. Well, and after that, here's what I would say to M Night Shyamalan: Fuck yourself. <laughs> Another great director at work there. I see. <laughs> yeah. Um. But yes. Uh, so did you yeah, like it? Did you see cool? it coming? She no, which, which was really cool. Yeah, it is. Which was really cool. Moments. 
Yeah, it was cool because we was, I was sat next to her and, you know, the very end where he suddenly realises what's happening. Well, that and Bruce Willis is acting. Yes, and he, he sort of, you know, realises. And Millie, the, you, you saw her face suddenly realise, you know, and she was just like, oh, he's, you know, except, you know, I don't want to spoil it, except... You I don't, don't want to spoil I the six cents. Yeah, I doubt very many people who you listen don't want to this podcast have never seen I'll tell you what, anyway. I'll do this. No, Stu, I'll do this because somebody spoiled the six cents to me. And now I watched the whole film knowing what happened. Bruce Willis is a ghost. Yeah, there you go. Uh, so it was cool. And she was like, he, he's dead. And I'm like, yep. And she was like, oh, that's God, that's, right away. That, that's the most beautiful thing anybody can say after a movie like that. Usual Suspects, Fight Club, uh, yeah. Six Sense, yeah. uh, Primer. As soon as someone watches it and, you, and they realize what's going on, they're like, oh, we got to watch it again right now. And that's like, yeah. yeah. I love it. What was really cool, though, watching it, not because I think it's probably only the second time I've watched it, um, you know, apart from when that's, it came I've out. I've but... seen it once, so. Yeah. What was kind of cool, though, when I was watching it, there are no, you know, it, it is pretty clear that nobody is paying attention to him, yet he directed it in such a cool and clever way that you never realised up until the end, which was, you know, a bit of a masterstroke, really. But when you watch it knowing, you're like, it's, it's quite obvious that yeah, everybody's... You come out of the movie saying this. Wow, what an ending. Who'd have thought Darth Vader was Luke Skywalker's father? Ah, oh, thank, thank you! Thank you, Mr. Blue. <laughs> <My. laughs> Classic. Brilliant. So, yeah, it was good. We're, we're carrying on, but, you know, we're getting to a, a bit of weird territory now. Oh, that weird there, there are some films that are still, you know, like The Usual Suspects, for instance, that is still too old for her to watch. Fight Club? Yeah, Fight Club definitely too old for a to watch. Yeah, <laughs> and, so and it's like, like the human. The, just, the, oh, what about the human centipede? Stu? <laughs> oh yeah, Let's dude, you that. should show her Unbreakable and let her decide. Don't prejudice it. Just be like, look, yeah. this is the only don't other. Her, don't influence her. Your boys. Don't don't influence her. Your biased views. Make yeah, exactly. her see Unbreakable. Yeah. Let her make up her own mind, and then she'll be like, that right. movie's awesome. Yes. Did you like it, Dad? And you'll go, No, that movie's a bit of shit, isn't it? And she'll go, No, you. <laughs> I want to be emancipated from this stupid family. Because that's exactly how I talk it to is. my daughter. <laughs> I don't know. It's a bit shit, isn't it? <laughs> uh, yeah, so we're in a funny territory now because there's loads of classic cool films that I wanted to watch, but obviously she just isn't really quite old enough to watch them. Sorry, people. We will we'll get to video games soon. Anyway, that all being said, let's talk some video games. Oh, so, right. What you been playing? Everybody dance. Like you're supposed to be dancing right now. That was the Duchess right there. But as it as it's an E3 pre-3 special, we're not going to do what we've been playing tonight. We're going to get straight. To it. <laughs> See, this is the thing. This time of year is E3, but I don't really care about that very much, except I want to see new stuff from Bethesda. What is important to me is that it's the Steam Summer Sale time, baby. <laughs> So, like I said, I said earlier, I don't know whether we recorded that or not, but I've been good. I've only purchased one game That's so not far. being good. That's being a loser who's scared to live a little. Loser. Uh, no, I bought, I, I'll tell you what I bought. I bought This War of Mine. I've uh, got that. that. Yeah, I know you have. I know you have. But I'm actually going to play it, unlike you. Oh, yeah. ooh, oh, ooh, ooh. Ooh. Uh, yeah, so that's what I got. Uh, but what did you get, Duke? Because I'm I'm guessing you've already splashed oh, wait, out. Where did I put it? I wanted to make it more accessible, and now I don't remember where I put it. Oh, here it is. 
Shots fired! Shots fired! <laughs> they I like do that all the time with real stuff, Duke. You know, you go, I'm going to put <laughs> See, that I there. I actually never lose I know I'm not going to forget it. My keys always go in the same place. My wallet's always in the same place. I don't lose anything. So when I lose something, it drives me crazy. Apart from your marbles. Well, apart from my mind. Okay, so <laughs> one of the things I did not buy on the Steam Summer Sale is the game Ark. I don't know if you all have seen this, but as you know, and as most listeners know, I am a sucker for crafting survival games. So no. this one, I know, it's hard to believe. And I've been playing one recently, a new one. <gasps> um, but Ark is a new game from EA. So right is there. Is that a dinosaur one? Yes. It is. It's got yeah, dinosaurs, it and you can tame the dinosaurs, and all the reviews look so cool. Except all good. the negative reviews say the same thing, which is it's not optimized. Do not get this game if you do not have a high, high, high-end rig. And I don't want to play this and have it really run slowly. And I think a lot of people who are putting negative reviews down are trying to run it on high settings or whatever, but I don't want to take any chances right now. So I'm not buying this. And the cheapest it's gotten is like 12% off, so I'm just like, forget it. But See, I mean, it's just not cheap enough. I am interested. So at some point, I have bought but not played Pixel Heroes. So I'll be talking about that next week. And Tomb Raider, which I haven't installed. I don't know when I'm going to get to that. I'm probably going to finish Wolfenstein. And I bought the New Order because that was like seven dollars or ten or fifteen or something. So well, and let I me ask you legally, this, Stuart. So <laughs> on, let me ask you this, though, Duke. Have you noticed that H1Z1 is 50% off? I did notice that. But you know what? I just bought and I have been playing. I might as well talk about it now. Uh, seven Days to Die. So there's really no reason for me to get H1Z1 since Seven Days to Die is so interesting to me right now i am so in love with it because this game is a cross between uh sorry chinny it's out of order you probably got dirty bomb ready to go but now you have to switch it over to h1z1 or uh seven days to die whatever i'm talking about anyway seven (laughs) days to die is a perfect blend of daisy and rust and those who love me will remember that I said the problem with DayZ is that it's just a runaround simulator and you have to hope like hell that you find useful stuff in the houses, but you'll probably get killed by zombies or die of thirst before you can do either of those things. So this game crosses the line into Rust because you can craft stuff and you can build yourself some weapons. Now, the weapons aren't very useful against the zombies, or so I thought until... I watched a playthrough, and I was like, I must be missing things. Let's see what these people do on these you know, day one survival guide videos. And the dude was killing zombies with a bow and arrow, and he was doing headshots, and it dropped them in one headshot. And I was like, oh, I didn't know you could drop zombies in one headshot. Sweet. So I started doing that, and the game became a lot easier. And I was like, yeah. So there is a lot of stuff out there that you have to uh, go out and find, but – you also have crafting a plenty, and it's so detailed because not only can you chop down trees, but you can also like punch grass, and you get like 
plant fibers, which you can then combine with sticks and rocks to make an axe, and then you can chop down trees and so forth and so on. So it's kind of starting you off in the Minecraft level where you don't have to start with a rock in your hand. You can just start punching stuff, and you get other things that you can build into better stuff, and then eventually you can get a book that teaches you how to make a forge, and you can use the forge to make a better axe, and so on and so on. So, well, let me ask you this. Let me ask it because the, the the biggest important thing about these types of games, you as we know, is as we know, when you chop down the tree, does it actually fall over? No, it does not. Oh and man, it I'm, feels like that might be a deal breaker, but it actually isn't because uh, you so had me and much, then you lost me. There's so much depth <laughs> in this game that it's just it's very very rewarding. But Matt, no no realistic tree chopping. That's like a deal breaker. I don't, and I don't blame you for feeling that way. And if you don't want to play this because of it, I understand. Chinny, for what it's worth, I'm not seeing the video. If you have it queued up, I'm, it's not coming through on the stream. But oh wait, there is something. I know. Okay. Not, he knows. He knows. Yay. So, yeah, um, I do wish that the text on the menus was a little bigger because it's really not very big, and that's uh, kind of hard to read in certain places. But it's so – I mean, I went running, and I found – you know, when you find an area that has, like, houses, there's bound to be a lot of zombies. So you're kind of better off setting up in the woods and then clearing the area of zombies and making yourself a little house out of, you know, planks and then make frames and, and – and, and, you know what? I wish there would be one way that these games worked so that when you you know, when you play a first person shooter, you know pretty much how it's gonna work, right? Your square button or R is probably gonna be a reload, isn't it? Yep, yep. Yeah. Well as, as these games be. have not reached that same level of universality. So when you put down you know, what you start by making a wood frame and then you can upgrade your wood frame into a wood block, but you have to place the frame first. So when I got wood planks together, I was like why can I only make a wood frame? I want to make an actual wood wall. And it doesn't work like that. So it's just, you know, it's a learning curve. This game has a pretty sharp learning curve on Seven Days to Die. But once you get kind of competent, it's not like that's the end of it. You know, on Minecraft, once you basically learn how things work, that's pretty much as far as it goes. And then you can go out into the nether, which I've been doing as well, and trying to make a building out of quartz. That takes forever. My God, remind me never to build anything in Minecraft out of courts ever again. But anyway, back to Seven Days to Die. Uh, it's very, it's a lot of depth because you, you have to make a forge and you can make iron stuff and you can make this and you can make that. So there's always something to be working toward. And the dude that I watched a playthrough of on the video, the YouTube, he had a very different way of surviving than I did, which is very interesting because he gave me some good ideas, which I might try next time around. And the other cool thing is, you know, in Rust, when you die, like your stuff's just gone, right? That's the end of it. Yeah. But on this game, there's a single player mode where when you die, a little icon shows up on your map. Here's where you lost your backpack. And I should mention, there's a map. Which is very, very helpful. I was just about to say that, that you don't usually get I know, right? maps in these. Oh, well, you have to make a map normally out of right. something, don't you? So it's so good in that regard. And you can make crossbows and you can get, you can find pistols, but they're usually broken. So you have to make a gun repair kit, which I haven't even done yet. And I played this game for like three hours already. So I'm just really lost in it. And I think it's a really well done game. And I think it's probably my favorite of the game so far because the problem with Rust is there's no animals around. I actually went back and played a little more rust this week and there's no animals anywhere so all you do these days after you build a little base and you put a sleeping bag down you just go running around looking for animals and there's no animals ever anywhere so you starve and then you die 
Well, let me ask you this. I mean, you've talked a little bit about it. Have you have you come across other players? You haven't really spoken very much about you know the multiplayer. See, aspect, that's the thing. I'm actually playing single player right now. I just want. I always want to play something like I did with Savage Lands. I want to get my head around the way the game mechanics work first, and then maybe I'll go venturing out into the world of multiplayer. But I don't know. Right, the problem okay. with multiplayer of these games is it tends to be kill on sight. No matter what the game is, no matter what the server is, I went on a PVE server on Rust, and it was still kill on site. And I was like, you got to be kidding me. Why would you go to a PVE server? I know why. Because they think that everyone on a PVE server will be like, hey there, how you doing? Ah, dead. So they won't fight back. So it's easier to kill people on a PVE server. But it makes you... It is. I mean, I do find it, like, really curious how people get enjoyment of playing games that way it's just weird to me you know i mean i get it you know it's, it's pvp fair enough but this sort of going on pve servers and just killing people for the hell of it right. i don't and then, get and then like raiding people it. if you don't kill on site then you just go around raiding people's houses and i'm like that's just sad to me why is that your pleasure is to go up to some someone built and like destroy it that's just yeah sad. that's what i mean i don't so get it people have some weird like ways of getting the this case. game is you know, the the environmental dangers are pretty significant, and I, I like to think, I don't know if I'm right or not, but I like to think that in there will be some servers where you will actually want to work with other people so that both of you can stay alive against the zombies. Because one of the things I did early on when playing this game on the single single player is that I dropped the difficulty way, way down. Because I was right. dying a lot, and your melee weapons really don't do a lot against the... Uh, the zombies. Now, maybe again, that was uh, maybe that was because I wasn't aiming for the head, and I guess I wasn't thinking about that old zombie. You know, rule number one with dealing with zombies is aim for the head. But anyway, I'm really loving Seven Days to Die, and uh, yeah, I'm having a lot of fun with it. So, I might play H1Z1 at some point in the future, but right now, ain't no reason to. I got all the zombies I need right here. I know, but seven quid though, that's cheap as chips, isn't it? Is it is really, cheap, that's no doubt. But, I mean, think about it this way. Suppose I play Seven Days to Die for another six months, then I can get H1Z1 in this winter sale, and it'll be like half that. Win-win! Yeah, well, well, maybe, no, well, no, not necessarily, because I'm not sure when it's going to release as a full title, because at the moment it's in access early access. It's permanent status at this point. Let's not kid ourselves. Yeah, but you know what? What game has ever come out of early access? See, um, they can name one. There's never been a game I, that's gonna. We're done with the early access phase. Here's the full game. Okay, here's one. Monstrum. Okay, that's fun. that's that's out that's out of early access now. That's a full title. Great. That's one out of seven hundred. Well, you said name one, and I have done. <laughs> Fine. Minecraft. Right. There's one. What? Minecraft. <laughs> Yeah, Minecraft. No, but that was never Steam early. No, that it was, it was never officially a Steam early access. Anyway, moving on. I have other big news. Yay! I have an answer as to why my computer's been screwing up. I finally got around because when I sent an email to the CyberPower PC people who's where I bought my PC from, uh, they said, you need to send us your serial number and the date of purchase and a PDF of the transaction and blah, blah, blah. And during the school year, I was like, I'm not bothering with all that right now. I'll deal with it later. And then as soon as school let out, I was like, hey, I have time to do that. And then I have, I was playing Dirty Bomb, and in the middle of playing that game, which is an objective-based game, you know what's fun when you're playing an objective-based game and losing and feeling really frustrated and you think you can get to the objective and then, oh, you get killed and then you get back to the objective 
objective and you're about to, you know, turn off the uh, bomb that the other team has set up. Oh, blank. Game stops. Computer reboots. No. Yeah, it is annoying now when that happens. That's very, very frustrating. Only mildly, only mildly frustrating. Not mildly at all. I was about to stab. Something. It's a good thing I didn't have any scissors nearby. Anyway, you might have stabbed yourself. Yeah. So the point is that I finally got all that stuff together because I was like, I need to find out what CyberPower PC is going to do about this problem. So I sent them my screenshots of the invoice and all the rest of it, and they finally wrote back and said. Your temperatures are fine. The problem is with your PSU. We will send you a new one if you want, or you may want to upgrade in order to get more power to this new graphics card that you bought. And I was like, oh, I don't know what to do because I like the idea of getting a new one for free, but I don't like the idea of not having my PSU for a week. So, And also, then you've got to reattach all your wires. Gotta and reattach stuff, all huh? that. Well, I'm going to have to do that either way. Yeah, yeah. And... Then I was like, well, you know what? If I want to upgrade this baby in the future, it might make sense to get a better PSU now. And so uh, Richard Webster convinced me to do that. And so I have a new PSU on the way coming to me now. Hang on, hang on. Slow down. Hang on. Slow down. down. What the fuck is a PSU? Power supply. The, the PSU unit. is the power supply unit, and I know Chinny, you know, like when you're playing your Xbox One and there's something wrong with your PSU, you just switch it out, right? Well, that's what I'm going to have to do here now for my computer. Oh wait, no console player ever has to deal with that sort of thing ever. Yes. Which you changed. You. That's been making me frustrated. I've been thinking, man, I have a little buyer's remorse these days. So I'm hoping that when I put this PSU in, I'm not going to have to open this goddamn box for two years now. Because I've been having to fiddle with it over and over. I'm going to give you a spoiler warning here. <laughs> <laughs> that ain't going to be the case. Yeah. Yeah. So, Duke, let, let me ask you, what, what current wattage is your current one, and what are you getting? My current one is 500 watts, and the new one that's coming is 750. Yeah, I mean, that's not too small, and you've only got a compact car. 500 so is not on. a problem. I, I would have been yeah. very fi- I would have done just fine replacing it. I don't know what is happening. <laughs> it doesn't... It also... <laughs> It also depends on the type of power supply unit and how it distributes the power See, as well. So there's more. I started looking into yeah. replacements and I'm like, all these numbers. I don't know what any of these mean. I hate dealing with all this stuff. Yeah, it, it is more complex than just buy because. It, oh, it now it's more complex than just buying. <laughs> when I said I didn't want to deal with all this, you were like, it's easy. There's nothing. Yeah, to work it doesn't about. matter now, Duke, Duke, Duke. It doesn't matter now. He's got you. He's got you in. And you're in it. You're in it, man. You're in it. It's you're you're like, gonna. First of all, he's like, I can't change a graphics card. Now he's like, I'm changing my power supply unit. I'm plugging so all my wires. <laughs> I don't know why that calls exactly for a what, That's sample. exactly what PC, the uh, AMD is doing to you now. Um, it's, it's, they've got, it's like a gym membership, you know, or, or no, like a cable subscription. You know what I mean? It's like, oh, yeah, it's simple. Yeah, yeah. And then you're in, and you go, well, I don't know. Oh, you can't subscribe to this, but you can subscribe to this. You're allowed to this, and if you yep. want a phone line... It's it's in. You're in. You're in the, the you're, in. you're in the web. Well, let me ask you this, you right. Let me ask you this, right. I'm yeah. to look. La 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 la. <laughs> la, la, la. Stay out, Jenny. Do yourself a favor. Thank never you. walk yeah, down this road. Don't don't even put a toe in. Uh, but here's the thing, you right. Now you've done all this shit, right? Because you've changed your graphics cards. You're not phased by the sound of it. About what are you talking about? I'm not phased. I hate all this stuff. 
No, I know you hate it all. But and you, you the only reason it. I like PC gaming in the first place is because I have access to smaller games you can't get on the console. So what the hell do I need a better graphics card, more power, better motherboard, all this crap? But let me ask you this. Look, the question I'm trying the to ask you The reason I is, have to deal with this PSU stuff in the first place is because the company sent me a defective box. All I was going to ask you is, do you feel now that you should have had a go at building your own? Hell I reckon no! You'd have been all right about. many things would have gone wrong if I had built it my wouldn't. own. What a it would have probably question. been even better. It would have been even better. It would not have been better. Because <laughs> then I wouldn't have been like, hey, company, you owe me an explanation. Instead, it would have been, uh, I got to figure this out on my own. Uh, well, you've had to change two things already. Two of the like vital components of building one. Yeah, that's because I didn't listen to Rich. I exactly. Rich. This I wouldn't have to, to deal you. with the graphics card thing. And it probably, I don't know, maybe I would still have a PSU problem if I, the, the universe had said, give him a faulty PSU. <laughs> yeah, is it necessarily faulty, though? or is it? Yes, just it's faulty. Faulty. that's what the company said. Your PSU is faulty. We will send you a new one. Well, how do you oh, interpret that? I don't know. I don't know. Maybe something else. Yeah. Anyway, very good. Hopefully anyway. it'll be fixed. Yes, I'm very happy about no the fact that PSU is now identified as the source of the problem, and I'm getting it fixed. So hooray! Hopefully this time next week I'll be able to play Battlefield for five hours straight, and it won't blink off and uh, make me restart. I played a little bit of They Bleed Pixels, but we don't need to talk about that. Instead, I will talk about another game I bought on the Steam sale, which was Surgeon Simulator. Oh, I love that game. I don't love this game. <laughs> it's brilliant. It's not brilliant. <laughs> okay, here, listeners, I'm going to give you a tip. If you want to know what Search and Simulator is like, just go to your website, uh, your web browser, and type in QWOP. You will find a little Flash game from many years ago where you use those four buttons, Q, W, O, and P, in order to make a guy run, and it's very hard to do because he doesn't run normally, and so it's just silly, and you fall down a lot, the end. That's what Surgeon Simulator is, except instead of running, you are trying to perform surgery, and everything works poorly, so you run the, uh, you know, you have a hammer, and you use it to bash open the guy's rib cage, and then you... I got the new heart in, actually, but for some yeah. reason it didn't recognize it as in. And I thought maybe you had to hook it up. And I'm like, how am I supposed to hook up the new heart? Do you remember? I mean, do you remember that board game, Operation? Yes, this is nothing like that. It's kind of like the opposite way around. You're, you're sticking stuff into holes as opposed to taking it out. Right. It's just like that. Except that it's not fun. I mean, Operation, I guess, probably. It is Funny. I did not have fun it's playing. A lot of fun. Because here's the thing. Look, how hard could it be? It's not like heart surgery or anything. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> here's the thing. I looked at this game as, oh, I'm going to achieve this objective. That's not the way you should look at this game. You should look at this game as, ah, oh, look at all the crazy stuff going wrong. Ah, the guy's dying. But I wasn't yeah, that the, like that. But there is an objective. There is an objective. And I was trying really objective. hard. And there are levels. There are levels. There are I different know, levels. And I'm never going to experience any of the other levels because I gave up because it's too frustrating and I don't want to do that to myself. I, mean, I, like, one, games, I, I like games where the controls make sense and the controls purpose make sense in this game. There's nothing about this game that looks ridiculous to me. I mean, he's tried to pick up a hacksaw and instead picked up a clipboard and then knocked in all his utensils in the man's rib cage. Like, oh, it seems pretty straightforward to me. It's exactly obviously that you're not very good at replacement surgery. It's obvious that you're not very good at the game. Yeah, you're just not very I'm good at it. It's not very good. You just need to suck less. Oh, well, exactly. <laughs> um, anyway. I, 
I, I remember, I think it's the third level, but I never got this far. But apparently the third level's set in a moving ambulance. Nice. <laughs> and you've got to perform some sort of emergency surgery whilst you're in an ambulance. And apparently it keeps rocking from side to side and all sorts of crazy shit's going on. Well, that just makes yeah. it even more wacky. So I paid $2.50 for this game, and I think that's about $2 too much. I would have been happy to pay $0.50 cents for it, but... $0.50? Cent. Yeah, as it is, I'm not very happy with this game. I don't, I, you know, it's kind of neat and funny, but it wears off after like 10 minutes for me. So Yeah, I Am Bread apparently is, is a, a bit more fun. Well, I probably will not be playing that anytime soon. I'll wait for it to show up <laughs> free somehow, and then maybe I'll play it. Anyway, uh, another game that I got on the Steam sale is called Turbo Dismount which is a silly, silly, silly game. The best way I can describe it is this. Uh, Y'all played Saints Row, yeah? Yes. Yeah. And in Saints Row, there is a side mission called uh, Insurance Fraud, where you purposely throw yourself in front of traffic in order to get hurt. And the idea is you try to see how badly you can hurt yourself with ragdoll physics, you know, flinging yourself. There's another name for it. How to make money in Russia as well uh, is... um, what it's also called. Nice. So uh, this game is basically insurance that. fraud. Insurance fraud is ripe in Russia. That's what yeah. dash cams. Like that's the joke there. Um, it didn't work, but I'm happy that I tried. Well, oh, I mean, you got it. <laughs> yeah. You were sounding like that. You see, I knew for sure that that thing about you being a stand-up comic was untrue. Oh yeah, it's a very short-lived career. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, carry on, Duke. So anyway, uh, throwing yourself in front of cars. The, the way this game works is you don't control the individual, but you control the car, and you can send them. You you establish what's in the route. You put obstacles in the person's way. In a lot of the maps, there's traffic, so you basically fling yourself into traffic, and then your little guy gets flinged out of the car or flung out of the car. And the coolest part about this is. There is a feature for you to add a photo of yourself to the ragdoll. So I uploaded a thing to Twitter or to Steam, and I'll see if I can find it so you can put it on the stream, Chinny. But um, okay, okay. Um, it's it's great because I took a picture of myself making this like stressed out face. So every time you see my ragdoll um, flying around. It's got my face on it, and it's like, ah, flying around, and there's a picture of me, and it's all very silly. So, yes. It reminds me, there was a a game on the PS3, uh, Pain. Was it called Pain? A lot like that. I never played it, but I think that's kind of what it is. There was also a racing game called Flatout that had a mode that did this. Um, Yeah. A lot of the, the the car enthusiasts will remember Flat Eight, but there was a mode in Flat Eight where you did exactly this, and that yeah. was probably the best part of it. All right, here you that go. The screenshot in the uh, Steam chat, so you can pull that okay. up. Okay, we'll get we'll get that up. Yes, so it's fun. I mean, it's not a, a huge game. There's not a whole lot of stuff to do in it. Basically, once you do one level about five or six times, you pretty much used up. I mean, it's funny. But there's not a lot of game game. You know what I mean? It's all No, it's just a bit of a, a five minute distraction. Right, exactly. So I'm glad I didn't pay much for it. But I'll tell you this, I had a lot more fun with this than I did with uh Surgeon Simulator. So Of course you did. Of course I did. So I'm happy with Turbo Dismount. I will probably play some more of it. Um but the other game that I got, oh my goodness, I got this free uh as a gift. That was so nice. Um 
Icarus gifted me Valkyria Chronicles, which is on my gift list or wish list. Thank you very much, Icarus, for that. And um, Icarus also gave me a copy of Geometry Wars 3. Now, I already had Geometry Wars 3 uh, because Jacinta, I think, was the one who gifted me that. And I forgot to take it off my wish list. So I had it in my gift inventory. So it looked like people didn't know that I had it. So people were like, hey, Icarus said, hey, I'll get him this game. So I ended up with two copies of that. So I paid the second copy forward, and I gave it to Epic Scotsman because it was on his Steam wish list as well. So there you go, people. Look, it pays to have me as your friend. Yeah, there's the picture of me on the motorcycle. It's very silly. It pays to have me as your friend on Steam and to have games on your wish list because you never know. If I get two of them, I'll give another one to someone else. So... There you go. Get on Duke's friends list now. Do it now. Just get on Steam in general. It doesn't hurt, you know? Chinny got on Steam for like 10 minutes, and he already had like 300 games sent to him. That's right. And he didn't even know how he got there. He no, just, I know. Like, yeah, he just stumbled into Steam by mistake. So Geometry Wars is the other game I've been playing, and it's good. It's uh, it's different. I mean, Chinny talked about this game a while ago. And yeah. it's basically more Geometry Wars, but on a 3D plane, so that some of the maps are rounded, some of them are spheres, some of them are curved, um, which is kind of a gimmicky way to make the game different, but uh, I'm having fun with it. I mean, you know, the biggest problem I'm having is it's a twin-stick shooter, but if you play it on the PC without a controller, there's no sticks. So instead, you're trying to use the WASD and the arrow keys or the mouse and neither of those is as precise as having a twin stick shooter. So at some point I might get a controller, but I've been saying that for a while, so maybe not. But I don't here's a, here's a clue, Duke, right? These types of games are called twin stick shooters for a reason. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but you know what? I, I beat Super Meepo without a controller, so I don't need a controller for anything. Now let me just clarify here. Super Meat Boy isn't a twin stick shooter no but it says every time you play it it says you are advised to use a controller oh fair enough so whatever super meat boy you can't tell me how to play you and that's what i've been playing yay uh well i'll i'll go very quickly because i've only played one game this week well all right all right oh shit you you've let me i know i know i've been i've been working a lot you fucking tit I only had one one day off, and on that day, I went out and spent some time in the lovely sunshine, so I didn't actually play any games oh. at all that day. Oh, I know. Those people. I know. I know. I know. I'm not white and pasty anymore. I've got some color in my cheeks and stuff. Oh, yeah. Um, so, yeah, I went for a walk up a, a local hill, quite a big hill, and did like a four-mile walk up and down it, and sat on the top and ate my lunch. It was lovely. And, um, yeah, so the only thing I've played is The Witcher 3. That's literally all I've played this week. And, Jesus Christ, this is a good game. Honestly to God, this is so... Is it better than so... The Witcher 2, Stu? It's much better than The Witcher 2. That reminds oh, me, would you say that, that Metro clear. Last Light is a better game than Metro 2033? Uh, I don't necessarily think it's a better story, but I think mechanically it's a better game. No, the joke is that... La- forget it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Anyway, um... Yeah, The Witcher 3 is so good. It, I mean, this world that they've built is... Some of it's very Game of Thrones-esque, I have to say. Ooh. There's some, there is some very dark shit going down. I mean, I've just finished a... I think the nice thing is, though, you know, you know when you watch Game of Thrones, right? And no. there's, like, a nasty <laughs> character who 
you want to end up dead because you've been doing some really bad shit to people. Well, there was a mission in the game that I did where the guy I was hunting down had been doing some proper bad shit to people. And I was given the choice to either kill him or let him go. Why would you let him go? Well, I didn't. I mean, because but the problem. Look, here's the here's the issue. Nothing is that black and white in The Witcher Three. I had a good reason so, for cutting out those children's tongues. Oh, it was. It wasn't quite as bad as that, but it was bad. And he had a good really, reason really for it. No, but here's the thing: in The Witcher Three, you you make what you think is the right decision, and then three hours later something really shit happens apart you know as a as a result of the decision you made so in other uh, words justice is a fallacy in these worlds yes it pretty much is See, you, you do what you think that. is right I and it like freaking screws you because over. it seems to suggest that there's no point in trying to fight for justice cuz everything'll end up screwed up anyway so why bother fighting for justice you know there was a there was another mission uh, do you know it's interesting you know when you were talking about um sort of you know, getting a game that gets to a point. You know, you talk about Fallout 4, where the missions actually have an impact on the world yeah, around you. Yeah, yeah. Well, this definitely does that all the time. Yeah. Uh-huh. I mean, there are a lot. There, there was a mission. There was a mission that I did that had a massive impact on the world around me. That, like, in in more than one location as well, it affected like three or four different locations. Yeah, but I'm in the sorry. Game. Hang on a second. I mean, in Oblivion, you could say that because when you go to a new town, people would be like, "It's you, the hero of Kavach." Is it like that, or is it like the world looks different? No, the, oh, the world definitely looked different. In what sense? You know? I mean, don't give spoilers, but I mean, does, are the hillsides <sighs> different? Are there different signs up? Because again, no. in, in Infamous, you had signs that looked one way or another way, depending on when you whether you went the good route or the bad. No, nothing, nothing particular like that. More things that affect the world around you. So, for instance a character was dead because of the decision I made All right. who presumably wouldn't have died had I made the other decision, but that's not necessarily true either. It was, it would be hard to know okay. how different it would have been had I not done what I did. Right. Does that kind yeah, of make no, sense? I hear, I hear you. There, there's a lot of stuff in this game that goes on. Like for instance, you know, like I was saying to you, you know, you, you'll come across characters that you met hours ago, you know, who remember that they met you and right. in a completely different part of the game, you know, and they'll say like, you were the such and such. You did this, and you're like, "Hey, I did do that. That was a long time ago." You've got <laughs> yeah. a long memory, uh, and it's just cool. I mean, there's just so many cool little touches going on, you know. And all the accolades this game is getting, it absolutely deserves every single one. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? It's it's just an immense game, and I, I feel like you know when you know you know we're talking about the side missions and how even they are, are sort of well thought out and well written and interesting, right? And I feel like when they made this game, they just put a whole ton of love into it. You know, they they wanted to make something that people really loved and admired, you know. And even the work they're putting in now, and and don't get me wrong, you know, we're all a bit pissed when they they ship something that's not quite working as it should be or a bit broken or buggy or whatever. But those guys have been working flat out. You know, they've done four updates already, you know, to make this the best game it can be. And they're constantly doing that. And I think it's admirable what they're doing, you know, because it's a massive, massive game and... Yeah, good on them, really. I'm I'm really impressed with what they produced, and unless something absolutely amazing comes along in the in the rest of this year, I can't see any reason why this won't be my game of the year. Apart from Life is Strange, that was the only two at the moment that are vying for that spot. Yeah, but, four, four. yeah I know, I know. 
But I think I'd probably love this more than mm. Fallout. It's just so, so good, honestly to God. It's just, you know, if you haven't got this game and you love RPGs and big open worlds, then you just need to get it because it's so well written and just so cool. Yeah. And, get, you know, don't get me wrong, there's some little issues and, you know, the combat's probably not as slick as it could be, but it's just got so much other good stuff going on that you almost forget any of the niggly stuff. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? It just becomes a just, like, forgotten. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's kind of it for me this week. And, I, you know, I, and I can't see me not playing this to the end, even if it's going to take me 70, 80 hours or whatever it is. How many hours are you in? Probably about 50 or 60. Yeah, damn. Yeah. I know. I've played it. I've played. I've played. But I still feel like I've only really scratched the, you know, the surface of the story. I don't feel like I have done a whole, you know, ton of stuff. Yeah. You know, I don't feel like I've done tons of stuff. I feel like I'm still only really, you know. And the 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 main quest line at the moment is I've just got to find somebody, and that's taken hours. You know, every time you think you're just about to get to the point where you're going to find them, it's like ah. Oh, now you need to go and do this. <laughs> yeah, and, there's, and there's what happens is as well, you do like a main story quest and then another side quest will sprout off from that because of something that someone did for you. Then they want a favor. So you're just constantly distracted with other stuff, you know, so you keep taking, you know, keep getting taken away from the main storyline all the time. Yeah. You know, remember to do when he things. said he wouldn't take long because he's only been. I know, right? So he's going to do it very I know. Quickly. I don't, uh, but that's it. Look, I'm not going to talk anymore, and we're gonna. I'm going to pass you over to Chini. Oh, oh bloody joke, it's you. You talk. It's about all right. I'm done. I'm done. All right. I'm done. All right. I'm done. All right. Thank God for that. Um, bloody done. <laughs> I asked a few people. I asked a few people in the chat what they've been playing before I start. Oh, somebody just cut their ear off in the Witcher Three. Fantastic. Um, yeah. And uh, Sue Hefner, which I think is a fantastic name. It's a good name. Uh, obviously, a play on. The uh, the, the yeah. old the old dirty old man Hugh Hefner um, has been playing. Jesus, Destiny. sorry, sorry. Since you brought that up, oh my God, have you seen any of the things that people have posted? Like there are women who have written books about what it's like to be a Playboy bunny. It's goddamn disgusting and depressing. If you have any yeah, respect, by the, by the way, Chidi, you shouldn't have any respect for him because he sucks. And his room apparently is like like dogs go in there and like poop all over the floor. And then they have sex in that room, and like, oh, it's so sick and disgusting and pathetic. Well, there was one of one of the Playboy bunnies was on on Big Brother over here the other year, and and she was talking about it, and she said they said, well, how does it happen? And apparently, you know, he just calls them up. Oh yeah, and you can't have any just come up to the room. Can't have any man over ever. It's pathetic. He's like a doddering old sheik having his harem, and it's just pathetic. I hate him. Anyway, go on, Shinny. So welcome, Sue Hefner. Um, <laughs> I, uh, I also uh, other people have been playing video games. Nick Twenty One says he's been playing uh, Far Cry Four. He's on his quest to one hundred percent, and a little bit of FIFA. Uh, Soul Brother has been playing The Witcher Three and Fallout New Vegas, which I think I'll will be playing Fallout New Vegas very soon, due to some related news that some people might have heard of um, about another game coming out. But anyway, anyway. Uh, I've been playing a few games. Good. That's what we like to hear. Video games. Yeah. Um, I've been yeah. playing uh, Trials Fusion. Ooh. Motorcycles. <laughs> Motorcycling. Uh, so Trials Fusion is the follow-up to uh, Trial. I forgot what the second Trials was, but the Trials games. Evolution, know, wasn't it? Evolution. Yeah, that sounds right. That sounds right. Um, and 
my relationship with with trials games is I like them. I do like them. I think they're fun. Uh, but my main problem with these, with them is they they're fun at the start and then get very very difficult and I can never get any further. You know, uh, but they they are fun. You, you know that that first sort of half of the game where you can sort of get by without ripping your teeth out. Um, you know, it becomes it's a game of two halves. I think. Uh, because I, I think a lot of people can enjoy what you get out of the first half of Trials. You know, you, you can ride along. It's quite a casual sort of game in a way. Um, but when it really ramps up the difficulty, I think it requires a certain type of gamer, like the people that play uh-huh. Super Meat Boy and, and things like that. And, that, and then that, so the game sort of coaxes people into it a little bit. Um, but I think it's good. I think it's fine. Uh, I, think, it's- I think the interesting thing about Trials games is that, like you say, at the beginning you're sort of more or less like how much time can you trim off the time you last yeah, got you really because you always tuning. get through the level yeah but then as you get further into the game it be, becomes more just can i get through the level yeah rather yeah. than how fast can i do so it I've, I've not got to the point where i um sort of I, I keep trying to get everything in one go uh but obviously with trials games eventually it comes to a point where you don't care about it. Like you say, Stu, you don't care about doing it in one go. You just want to finish it because it's... Yeah, ridiculous. you just want to get to the end. Yeah. Um, so, you know, but it's it's fun. It, it is a fun game. Uh, no one can deny that. Uh, so, yeah. Trials. Trials. Not too far into it. Um, by the way, Mono Candy said, Hey, guys. Hey! 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 Uh, I've also been playing. Hey! Uh, I've also been yeah, playing. Wrong podcast. Uh, yeah, sorry about that. Uh, Tomb Raider. The newest, the newest version. The yeah, the sort of remastered version. Oh, okay. Erd. Uh, got it when I when I found out that my long lost brother was uh, Chris from Boys. Uh, he bought it on the old uh, sale or something, so it automatically sort of went into my. Um, went onto my hard drive and, and, and I suppose the game looks okay but uh, graphics have come on quite a lot since this game was been out I don't know it, it doesn't look brilliant uh, it, it just it still looks nice though it, it still looks it's nice still but nice it definitely game. feels like a next like a next gen game why have I got Scott Amos uh, executive producer of Tomb Raider on the screen uh, yeah you know it definitely feels good it, it, yeah, it is a bit prettier. It's got more sort of fog and atmosphere and so on. But I don't know. It just it definitely feels like a less last gen graphics and and and. That's why they need to yeah, remake yeah. it for the new gen. Well, it's coming. Not this necessarily, but uh, the new Tomb Raider. No, but they need to bundle those together and re-release them as a new new game. Yeah. A new 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 new. Well, I'm, new, not, new. I'm not that far in because. It was installing, and then I was like, started playing it as it was installing. Then I went to a bit of a game, and it just went, "No, you can't play anymore because I'm installed <laughs> it." So, yeah, I was like, "Oh, great!" So I went back to try. Piss off! Piss <laughs> off! Um, so I mean, you know, I, I did like the Tomb Raider game. I thought, you know, every, like everybody else, so I thought it was a great, great game. Yeah. And uh, I mean, I mean, if that if that happened to Uwe Ball, what would he say? Do you reckon? Do F- yourself. There you go. Ah. Which so, is ironically what everyone always says to Yui Bowl, so that's it's a right. perfect circle. 
Uh, I've also like, been playing. Exactly? I don't know what to say. I don't, I don't know was mad um, that he get his Kickstarter funded, so he made a video where he basically told everybody, in other words, f*** yourself. <laughs> and Stu is wow. endlessly amused by that. It is very so funny. What, 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 the whole video is that he was trying to get Kickstarted. Oh, okay, I remember. Postal some, 3 some, or not? Oh, yeah. Rampage? Oh. It, post. it was some shit. Something we number three on the end. Yes. Uh, uh, but he wasn't happy, to say the least. He swore a lot. <laughs> yeah. What, what can you do? Uh, uh, so I've also been playing another game called uh, Chariot. Uh, Chariot uh, was uh, sort of been sitting on my hard drive for a while. Uh, have you heard anybody heard of this? No, I nope. No, so Chariot is a. I think it's an Xbox game. It's a little indie game, and uh, there is a, it's a two D sort of sort of Metroid Metroidvania game. Uh, however, the twist on this one is that it is uh instead of you just sort of traversing around the world and uh you see know. i should have done a map western review of this yeah because i had no idea what it was now no, you I see if i if i'd have been doing a map western review of chariot yeah. i'd have assumed it would have something to do with roman chariots and that well, you would be racing them with horses you know spartacus style well, not you're not. No, it's not really that. Well, what's happened is is uh, there's a king and he's dead, right? So spoilers for the king uh, who is dead. Um, however, his spirit lives and and he's he's sort of buried in this chariot, and you have to get this chariot in an appropriate place for for him to to move on to the afterlife. However, it's all very cartoony and funny, and um, it does look alright. It reminds. I mean, looking at it now, it looks a bit like a South Park character. Um. So they're a little bit more well-rounded, you know. So part characters look flat, but the you know the, it's it, it is a sort of cute-looking game, and uh, you know that so you you put you put him to a place where you think it's nice to bury him, and the king's not very happy and says, "Oh, this isn't very good," you know. The, 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 there's weeds everywhere and all sorts of stuff, so you have to find another place to bury him. So you have to. So it's like a Metroidvania game, but the twist is you have to move this chariot around by pushing it around or pulling it with a rope. Uh, and the other twist is that it can all be done in co-op, so you can um, do this with a buddy locally or online, I believe. And um, there's lots of different puzzles uh, to sort of move these chariots around. And like in Little Big Planet, there are certain sections that you only can do with two people, and those sort of right. two people sections are always like bonus things. It's never you can play the whole game on your own if you want, um, uh, but like the two people puzzles are usually just like sort of collectibles Ooh, like like dead space 3 like dead space 3 that game that i never finished um so you know it's it's funny there's a little shop that you can go to every time he has a sort of mario overworld you know where you go from um like super mario world where you can see the, the overworld map and you can go from the next level to the next level and you do have to go back to older levels because some older levels have different entrances and exits uh, sometimes, like Metro dividing games, you can't access certain things because you don't have like a light. Like you can't walk into the dark, for example, because the king doesn't like it. So you have to get a light on your chariot before you can go into that area. So you know, it's it's good. I I, th- I feel like it's 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 fun game. It's a fun game. But the only problem I have with it is that um, it's a mechanic that is is quite sort of fun to play. Uh, but it's it, only in short bursts. I feel like you know you, you have an error of this. And I, I feel like you, you sort of get bored with it. And uh, it's not a game that you can spend, you know, a, a good looks, session see, on. 
No, I look at it and I feel like after you've been playing for a while, it might get a bit frustrating when you can't quite get it to go it where you want because, it to go. Because you drop at some points and you have to you have to do the same thing again, or you know. Whereas whereas Max of Curse of the Brotherhood, which I played recently, which was like a sort of limbo inspired, mixed with Nickelodeon type um, game, and you know, that that game I, I just couldn't get enough of. You know what I mean? I, and it kept on throwing new and new mechanics at you. Whereas this sort of throws everything at you at once. And there are things like lights and, and, and different things in there, but it, it seems to throw them at you at a lot slower pace. Um, maybe to sort of extend the hours on the game, but it feels like it's been sort of dragging on a little bit. Uh, so I am enjoying it, but I'm just I'm just not enjoying it as much as uh, as Max Curse of the Brotherhood. But it's well presented, well made, uh, fun. Uh, it's a cute little game. So, uh, yeah, I'm enjoying it. Yeah, I mean, it looks like say it looks like a good, a really good idea, but not fleshed out enough. Well, I mean, it's certainly got polish in sense of like you know graphics and and, and the levels yeah, are nice, yeah. and the puzzles are, are clever and different things like that. But uh, you know, um, yeah, it just it just feels like they've let's add another uh, three hours on it or something, and and they stretched out a few things. Um, right. Yeah, you know, it's not bad. I'll I'll come back and I'll I'll dip in and out of it. Really, uh, it's not a game that I'm sort of dying to get back to. If you know what I mean, it's not it's not one of those. But what can you do? Uh, I've also been playing one more game. Okay. Uh, um, and it's Ori and the Blind Forest. Oh, you see, I need to get back all these to that. like platformer kid games. Do you yeah. know what, though, Ori, Ori is a good game. I'm, I'm so I need to get back on that. You know, I played about the first hour or two of it, and then I got obviously distracted as right, I did. How other did you stuff. like it? Uh, I think it's good. I, I think um, it's uh, it's pretty predictable uh, the way it starts out. I, I think uh, it, it is sort of pulling on the heartstrings a little bit, uh, but it's it, it, you know you you know what's going to happen at the start. Uh, but it's really good. I, I feel like um, it's a great little platformer. It's well animated, uh, and it's pretty simple to get into. There's, you know, the sort of level of um, complexity and, and uh, uh, puzzles and, and sort of things that you have access to is all pretty straightforward, really. I, I don't, um, I don't have any anything bad to say about it. I, I don't think. I, I just think uh, it's a great little Metroidvania game again. Uh, and it is a true Metroidvania game, and uh, it is, yeah, can, for sure. So I, I know for a fact that the game gets a lot, lot harder as it goes on, but um, I haven't really got to anything that's too difficult. There have been a couple of a couple of um, moments where, yeah, it's been tough, but I, I, I seem to have been getting getting through it pretty okay. But I know it gets a lot harder. I. Uh, yeah, I will say that you know you do have to make sure that you save the game because um, you have to hold uh, B on the Xbox One to to save it, you know, to to make a checkpoint. And if you don't, you do get punished. You know, it do it does literally take you just back to where like a cutscene happened, and that can really do you in. So you get into the habit of saving, and you only have so many saves before it cools up, it cools down again. Um, so it teaches you harsh lessons at the start, which I quite like. I, you know, I thought it was good and. Uh, yeah, uh, I, that that, is, that Ori and the Blind Forest is definitely a game that I really want to get back to and uh, and get playing again. So, and the, uh, and the other thing with Ori is well, it, it's just a beautiful art style, you know, and it looks oh yeah, fantastic. Great, great art style. It, it, it's all just it's like a picture, really. You know, you can take any frame and, and make it a picture. And 
and also uh, the music's fantastic as well um uh you know well composed uh it's just very polished uh cute well well made um platformer uh which is you know like exploratory exploring different different environments and there's a lot of backtracking in it and there's a lot of uh sort of moving around and troll and error and things so it's not it's not a game like 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 Mario, where you go left to right, there's there's very much a uh, an, an element of just try it and see if you can get there, and lots of like, well, I know I can't get through this right now, so I'm just assuming that I'm going to unlock something that will allow me to get through it later on. Yeah, all the Metroidvania tropes are there, but it's it's great. I think it's great. Good stuff. It's very good. Mm. Right, is that everything? Is that, that is everything from me. That is everything right. for everything. Well, let's let's do some news stroke e-program. Putting news first. Uh, the first big news uh, this week is the Crystal Maze is coming back to TV, man. Oh yes. <laughs> like anybody gives a shit. Did did you used to watch this back in the day, Ginny? Was this something you liked? Uh, yes, I I loved the Crystal Maze. I was yeah, and. Richard O'Brien is confirmed to return as the host. Wow. Well, I, he's so. obviously so busy with all his other work at the moment. <laughs> I know, yeah. Uh, but yeah, I'm looking forward to this, actually. I used to love it. So, yeah. I, I, Crystal Maze was a fucking brutal game show because they used to work their bollocks off. All right. And oh, at the yeah. End of it, they'd lose. There was very <laughs> rare that they would. Like, like there's like, ah, oh, well, you fucking lost, idiots. Um, and then yeah. when they did win, they didn't win like a million pounds. Like, in Who Wants to Be a Millionaire? They only have to answer like five questions. They've already got like enough to pay for like at their house or something. Whereas in Crystal Maze, they work the bollocks off, catch all these gold and silver notes, and then if they win, they just get a ski trip. That's it. Yeah, well, a ski it trip. Like well, nothing wrong with <laughs> a ski trip, but compared to the prizes in current game shows, where you get half the fucking like Earth uh, <laughs> and then some. Yeah, I like half of Earth, please. Did you see? Yeah. By the way, talking of TV show, I know we're not the TV show podcast, but did you did you yeah, see the return? Show. Did you see the return of TFI Friday for one night I, only? I watched. Yeah, no, I did watch it. Was oh. it for one night only? One night only. Oh. Uh, I used to love that because it was like it's the start of the weekend. Yay! I didn't know TFI's. It was I thought it was back. Yeah. No, it was just a one night only special, but it overran by about fifteen minutes, so he just kept on going. Yeah, it was Lewis Hamilton and Steve Merchant was on there as well, wasn't he? They were. Stephen Merchant didn't hardly do anything, though. He, he got a load of, like, celebrities out, and then he was just, like, asked them one question, and then, like, right, you've got to go, bye, and just sort of kicked him off. Yeah. Um, so it was, it was funny. I've got to say it was funny. Was the girl I, on that, who, was a, that was a great show. It was. They had the girl on who cried milk, uh, you know, the freak or unique. They had some, some of that stuff was uh, brought back. Uh, but, yeah, it was, it was kind of cool, but also a bit sort of oh, sad because it's, like, one night only. Uh, so there you go, TFI Friday. Ah, oh, I used to love that. Uh, Millie went, what does that stand for, TFI Friday, then? I was like, well, you know, like, thank God it's Friday. Well, it's like that, but a ruder word. And then she went, oh, oh. I saw, I've seen that. Ah, uh, uh, that's what it means. Uh, so, yeah, so there you go. That was kind of cool. Right, other news. Okay, this is this has been in the news. The Last Guardian will finally be getting a re-reveal uh, according to a new report, in the Guardian's rundown of its most anticipating games for E3 2015, the outlet claimed it has, quote, 
on very good authority that this will be the year that Team Eco finally presents its follow-up to its See, what is this? Is this something to do with Judith Miller? There's no reason for a good authority. I have a secret source that needs to remain anonymous. Just say who it is. They don't have an actual source. They're just wishful thinking. I hate them. Maybe, maybe not. Who knows? Here's what I would say to those people. F*** yourself. <laughs> I think mean, that's just going to be his new favorite clip, isn't it? Uh, yeah, um, that's a good clip. I I actually think there's a good chance that this will happen this year because I mean that well the PS4 has been out for for quite a while now. What does that have to do anything? Or the price of it? Because that's what it's going to be on. It's not going to be on the PS3 anymore, is he? Uh, maybe. Is it is it bollocks? How do you know? Because they they more or less categorically stated that they were working under completely new conditions. So what? Which would suggest that they've... Made, why the hell would they... Dude, the fact you that know, you think it? Duke gives a shit about what you're talking about. <laughs> well, he does, because he won't be able to play it, will he? Well, he'll, well, he'll find a way. Because I don't have this platform, do I? That's what I mean. If it's coming down PS4, you're not going to be playing it, are you? Well, maybe. Someday. <laughs> maybe. Someday. Because he ain't coming out to the Master Race PC, is it? Of course not. Why would you think it is? I don't. Okay, then. Shut up. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, uh, the last guy you would first announce on the PlayStation 3 back in 2009. uh, But thanks to studio troubles and, um, I don't know, somebody forgot to press print. Uh, The title still hasn't seen the light of day. Late last year, Sony said the development was progressing under completely new conditions. Um, it basically means he got a whip out and started whipping the fuck out of him, everybody and saying, just just get it done, okay? Just get it done. Uh, give someone the ability to create anything they want and there's a 99% chance that the person will make a dick. Yes. It's true. Uh, it is true. We've all seen this, uh, uh, I don't know what that word is, time and time again in video games and it's an yes. only a matter of... I don't. I don't know. Right, just 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 move on to the dicks, okay? I just want to talk about so the dicks. So people just draw. Di- basically, if you get the chance to create a dick in a game, that's exactly this what you're doing. This is news. Anything. It's a good thing we have this on the news because <laughs> I would never have known otherwise. As you probably already know, Splatoon's entire shtick is that players can shoot ink. Uh, this ink is used. Uh, the entire shtick is that you can draw a dick. Score points. Uh, last week, Splatoon <laughs> got a new ink brush weapon, which gives the player. Ability to draw smaller, more precise lines on the ground, like smaller, more precise penises. Penis. <laughs> Fantastic uh, stuff. Um, the cool thing was he still won the match. Yeah. <laughs> Good. Even if he was spending time drawing dicks. Ah, oh, nice man. Anyway, E3. Let's do some stuff. So, so Microsoft. What the hell are they going to be doing? There? I think what, I think they're going to be pushing their whole um, Windows 10. And, and they're going to pretend they're going to make it that Windows 10 is the next thing to happen to PC gaming. I really think they're going to push that. And the Let, Xbox One and the Windows 10 are really going to talk to each other and all this nonsense. Let me ask you this: traditionally, traditionally, as we know, um, Microsoft in the, inevitably opens with Call of Duty. Is that going to happen this year? No. Oh, that was a bit categorical because um, it's always been it's been demoed. On PlayStation 4s, every time somebody's gone to see it, they always play it on the PlayStation 4 controller. I think the the contract's ended, so I don't think it's going to be on Microsoft's thing anymore. So what are they going to open? Well, Phil them? Spencer said that this year is going to be the best year for Xbox first, pi- first, pi- first party titles 
that they've ever had. So now you see things like a rare game, for example. I'm going to make a bold prediction here. Go on. Go ahead. Make I a think, bold prediction. I think they're either going to start with or end with a new new Gears of War game. <sighs> that is bold. I would vote for that, although I don't have an Xbox One. You know, everyone's everyone's twittering on about the the sort of remastered Gears of War that they're bringing out, but I think that's kind of just like a bit of a an aperitif. I think I think they're actually going to announce a new I Gears of a, a whole new one. I think that I think a remaster is coming, but I think that'll be a stopgap between the next Gears of War. So I think there's a good chance of a, a Gears of War being announced. Yeah, yeah, I think I think. And with the whole, you know, the Black Tusk developer who was working on it. They recently got renamed, didn't they? They changed it to the Coalition, which is like yeah. sort of Gears of War themed, like three seven threes Halo themed. So that makes sense that they're sort of getting ready, they're getting all the branding right to announce something. So that makes sense. Yeah, there's no doubt they've made some super polished, super amazing looking demo uh, that somebody on stage is going to kind of pretend to play. Uh and then that'll be that, you know, and they'll, they'll, we'll all sort of get excited, won't we? I think we'll definitely... Amazing. I think we'll definitely see what the hell Rare have been doing for the last four or five What years. do you think they've been doing? I mean, one of them was... I think, I think it's a new IP. I think Rare have been doing a new IP. I mean, because, again, after, after the fact that they have kind of got rid of all the shit they were doing for the Kinect and all that stuff, because that's what they were they were focused on, weren't they? They were, they were made to, you know. Now Microsoft came along and went, you do this Kinect shit. Um, so now that they've got rid of all of that sort of stuff, they, they must have been doing something. But what is the question? Start for help, or Jason Gallagher says, Red Dead. There, I, I think there is zero Never. chance that no. a Rockstar game is getting announced at E3. Rockstar usually avoids... Uh, E3 and just do their own thing unless I think, I think unless uh, Microsoft paid enough nah, you, Microsoft aren't shy of spending soon. money you know I hate to say but I still think it's too soon because maybe you know just been doing all the GTA 5 stuff it's it's unlikely that they're, they're bringing out another game so uh, soon they, yeah, but, it, they, yeah, but they can coast that's man. nothing to do that, that's Rockstar North Rockstar San Diego yeah it's another another Diego make got them all yeah. Who knows? Who knows? You know, it's possible. I think it's possible. if the only Unlikely. case, the only way Rockstar, like a Red Dead, will be at like a Microsoft thing is Microsoft have paid for it to be there. You know, it's not something Rockstar really do. So. Here's an here's another thing that I've thought of. Um, obviously, in the chat, they're saying Crackdown. I, I've, I'm almost sure I've heard or read somewhere that they've said Crackdown won't be at E3 this year. I'm almost sure that's true. All right. I think they've already come out and said it's not going to be there. Um, but no, here's another thing I've been thinking about though. I think you know, you know, like PS4 and Sony made this big thing about having all this exclusive stuff for Destiny and all that stuff last year. Yeah. I think this year they're either going to bring out some huge expansions or something else, and Microsoft have won won them back. So Bungie have, have jumped back on the Microsoft bandwagon and they're going to announce some like juicy first only on Xbox DLC for Destiny. Uh, I don't think so. I don't think so. I think you're wrong there. Do you not think I, so? I don't think the future's in Destiny. I don't think they're, they're going to be bothered about Destiny. Um, like In terms of like no, maybe a Destiny 2, you know, I, I might be able to... Maybe. But like, maybe. I, you know, I don't think... I think they're just sort of just... They're mad. You'd be too busy with Halo 5, I guess. 
happen because that's obviously going to be there, isn't it? You know what I mean? They're going to be showing some either hefty gameplay footage or stuff on Halo 5. I that's definitely going to be Microsoft. I think it's possible that um, they could announce Halo Reach for the Master Chief Collection uh, just as a sort of bonus. Um, you know, because that, that's pretty much every Halo game uh, on on the on the Master Chief Collection, on the Xbox One. So... Okay. Yeah, someone's just asked where's Duke. He, he's just completely uninterested. He's just he's totally here. uninterested in E3 stuff. I'm here. I just as soon as we get started on like developers doing this and that and the other, I'm like, eh, whatevs. Whatevs. Um. Okay. So that's kind of my, any other stuff on Microsoft. Anything else that you think they might do? Uh, you know, barring like cheaper model, bigger hard drive. You know, because there's a possibility that they'll announce. Obviously, you know, as we know, the the rumored one terabyte. So tomorrow, I think there will be a one terabyte. I don't think there'll be a price drop, but I think there'll be a one. Terabyte. I think they might. I think if they announce that, they might drop the price of the of the obviously the smaller drived version mm. as an incentive to go out and buy some of those as well. So it'll be interesting to see if they do that. But I don't know. Uh, okay, so that's that's kind of Microsoft. Unless anyone else has got any ideas or anything else that they think might happen. Oh, nothing else. Soul brother, yeah. Soul brother in the chat says Gran Turismo. Seven, which would be very shocking at a Microsoft press conference. That would, would be, be very shocking at Microsoft. That would be a big one. Um, yeah. Nope, can't think of anything. Okay. So let's. So what about Sony then? What's Sony going to be up to apart from the obvious elephant in the room of the Last Guardian that I we think, think Last Guardian? Possibly. I mean, happen. it could happen. I don't know. I think obviously Uncharted Four will be there. Um, I think a new Infamous could happen. What do you think, Stu? I don't know, actually. That, I guess that could be possible. If I were Sony, I'd be worried about like being a one-trick pony with that. Yeah, I mean, it's possible, but they've done they've done quite a bit of stuff lately. I think it's too soon. I think it's probably another year before we might get another infamous game. A little break. It's been... I mean, people have already forgotten about Setting Sun. Yeah, and we had First Light out this earlier <laughs> this year, didn't we, as well? Second Sun. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We knew what he meant. Um, so yeah, I don't know. Um, I don't know what else might happen because obviously we're... that's what everyone's thinking when I said setting sun. I'll tell you what we what we Dixie might said, have. Hi, Duke. <laughs> I, I know. Here we go. This is a big prediction that's going to happen on PS4 at E3. Uh, the new that game company game will be oh, Journey. Oh my god, Journey Seven with a date and a journey. <laughs> And the day when the Journey HD-ified thing... Oh, yeah, because you got to look at it in HD. I mean, you know, those oh, yeah. low-polygon graphics, they just don't look good. Journey Remastered. I just want it on PS4. I don't care if it's just the exact same game. I just want that game on the PS4. It gives a shit. So what you're saying, Stu, is that what you want from E3 and from PS4 in general is to re-release all the games you already played on the PS3. No, yes. I just, if you, you said last week, you, you want the Uncharted games to come out again. You want that journey to come out again. I bet no, you'd be happy I... if they brought out Crash <laughs> Bandicoot again. I said the <laughs> the Uncharted stuff, though, for the benefit of the people the who didn't have a PS3. I'm so concerned about people who haven't played it. What about yeah, people because it's such a great game, man. Jesus Christ. They should re-release Pac-Man. They did. Shut up. You shut yeah, up. Did. Yeah, you shut up. You shut up. <laughs> Welcome to the Veteran Gamers Podcast. Anyway, here... I don't mean any of what we say. <sighs> so, yeah, I think, no, if you'd have listened, I said, I think that game company will listen. announce a new game. I don't, I don't listen. I'm an American. 
the game that they're, they're currently been working on because we know they're working on something. Uh, uh, so they are. I'll bet it's a game where you're you're a cloud in the sky and you have to combine with other clouds in the sky and then you become rain. Look right. Until you've played Journey, don't <laughs> yeah, that's what you man. said when about Flower. I played it, and you were like, "Yeah, well, Flower's not really that great. Journey's the game." And when I play Journey, I I'll go, "Flower was good." I love and then you'll go, "Oh wait, no, Journey's not the game. Cloud is the game. You got to play." <laughs> Cloud. Okay, I want to play Cloud. Another, <laughs> here's another Sony prediction that's going to piss Duke off. Uh-huh. Uh, I think David Cage. Uh, will be announcing his new game as well. See, that doesn't bother that me because you've learned to recognize that he makes dumb games. <laughs> so yeah, that I think that's going to happen as well, and he'll show off these really cool, uh, the most uh, realistic official animations we have ever heard. I think after after Beyond Two Souls, I think Sony are very cautious about the money they give him, as they it? should be. No, they won't. They'll they'll go. He'll come to them with some really cool demo and go, "Look how cool this is," and they'll go, "Here, have some cash." That's what will happen, I'm telling Cash. you now. Heavy, heavy Rain 2, Duke. Heavy Rain 2. Uh, <laughs> Do you know what, though? For all its faults, it was still a more coherent story than Beyond 2. Not Souls. only is it... Uh, 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 <laughs> not only is it origami figures this time, Duke, it's paper aeroplanes. <laughs> oh, my that God. Aeroplanes. It's paper aeroplanes. That was the most fun part of Heavy Rain when you did the origami thing that came in the box. <laughs> yeah, that was the best thing. <laughs> During the loading screen, oh. why not make some origami? <laughs> the best bit was playing with your kids in the garden. <laughs> no, it was not. Continue. <laughs> yeah, don't um, continue playing this game. Any any other stuff that, that you might think of, uh, Ginny? I mean, again, we know the rumored one terabyte PS4 is probably coming. Which is, is almost a bit of a moot point, really, because you can just buy a drive and stick it in it. So I think I don't, they could do a price Stick it in. I think yeah, I think price. Sony might get away with that. Because I think, from what we can gather, they are they are making profit on each one sold. So, you know, because a lot of time they, they sell these consoles that are lost for the first, you know, 12 to 18 months. Yeah. So that's... <laughs> Zoom in on Chinny's yawn! <laughs> I did that ages ago. <laughs> So yeah, I think there's that. I'm trying to think of any other, any other potential. Ga- Is there any games that you can think of in the past that they might bring I, back? Fallout Four. I, I think. Um, yes, do I think Battlefront will be there? Oh, oh yeah, we haven't really talked about that, have we? But EA will be doing that. No, their EA, own. EA will do their own. EA will do like a big like. Here's here's how long it took, and here's this level and this level and, and this here's level. Us at the Luke's think... Film Studio Museum taking pictures of the Millennium Falcon. Um, now I think I think Sony will have it at their at their press conference as well. They'll, they'll show like a, a planet that has been shown or whatever. Um, so yeah, I think they'll both show it. Different yeah, things. I don't know. Because because the division the division was at one press conference and then another at Ubisoft, and I think you know they could show some of the some of the single player stuff. No, there isn't any single player stuff, but yeah, some planets and then a different game mode for the EA one or something. And and then they'll get to the end of the conference and they'll go, oh, and by the way, you know that Rockstar game Agent that we talked about five years ago? Yeah, it's not coming out. Here it here it is. We, did, no, we didn't make it. I know it was weird, wasn't it? 
I think I think what's kind of funny with with conferences over the years is the amount of times that the show something like because it was literally just a title that was all there was wasn't it there was no there wasn't even like a like a mocked up trailer or anything it was just like the the word agent with the gun in it and that was kind of it and then we've never heard a thing about it since so hmm. I, I can't even remember which Rockstar Studio was supposedly making that Star Taipei. Taipei. Um, so I think that's it for Sony, unless anybody else has got any other uh, potentials that they think may be at the Sony. I think, conference. yeah, so Morpheus can't... will be there. That stupid shit will be there. Um, and they'll put it on their head and they'll be like, oh, wow. And then. Oh, God, yeah. I haven't even thought about the Morpheus thing. Yeah, oh, yeah that'll be there. <laughs> but I don't, I don't know how you demo that effectively. They'll just put it on some fucking three three idiots' heads. They'll show you two go, screens. Look at that. They'll 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 put him and they'll put him on one of those roller coasters and be like, push him over and make him look like a yeah. He'll just idiot. fall down yeah. on you and go. Ah, he was like. I I, I went to uh, um like a an evening dinner thing and they had lots of stands from different businesses and stuff, and there was an Oculus Rift there, and I took a picture of me wearing the Oculus Rift, um with a bow tie on I think. And he was trying to explain to me. Obviously, we've we've worn these before, Stu. So a bit of a connoisseur on, on the numerous occasions, it has to be said. Yes, and and I, I said, oh yeah, 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 okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, and did you did you pretend to be like a total noob and go, what is this yeah, thing? What much, does it do? Pretty much, yeah. And I, <laughs> and he was like, it makes you feel like you're actually on a roller coaster. And I looked to the bottom left of like I was when I was wearing it. I looked to the bottom left, and then you could see the people in the roller coaster and the person that I was supposed to be. I could see the person that I was supposed to be and he didn't have a head. And I was like, my character doesn't have a head. Bored. And I just put it down. <laughs> uh, oh. Oh. Good um, talking, of, talking of Oculus, what do you think about the announcement of the partnership with Microsoft? Yeah. Blah. blah. It's Facebook. No, fa- no, Facebook bought it. They own Oculus. Right. But they've now, when they've announced the retail version, which is coming out next year, uh, it's going to include an Xbox One controller in the box with it. Uh, so they've announced a, a partnership with Microsoft. And on top of that, it will allow you to stream from your Xbox One to your Oculus in theater mode. So if you're watching a TV show or a film or anything like that, you can watch it as though you were in the, in the cinema, you know, on a, on a big massive screen. But in reality, it's two tiny little screens. In reality, it's two tiny little oh, screens. God. Somebody, I, somebody my... posted on Reddit, uh, Duke, you'll like this, the, the clip from Futurama where there's skateball, there's a virtual skateball, and then there's virtual <laughs> virtual skateball. It feels like I'm actually playing virtual skateball. <laughs> Beautiful. Yeah. Yep. Oh. So, yeah, I'm, I mean, like I said, I've I've kind of gone off it really a little bit why what changed um because it's microsoft I don't know. Senses one day no i don't know microsoft microsoft i think no it's microsoft not no it's not yes it is it's not yes it is it's not the last time if i would have said to you to uh, shoot are you still excited about the oculus rift you said yes and then since then, the only thing that's changed about the Oculus Rift is that now they're partnering up with Microsoft and then they're in no. stupid theater mode. And you've gone, nah, I don't want it anymore. It's Microsoft. No. Stop. No. Stop it. Let him no. say what it is and then we'll okay. walk. Him you tell me what it is and I'll tell you that you're wrong. 
They've announced the specs for it, and I, d- I really don't... It's not that, Greg. The screen's not as impressive as it should be. No. And I don't think my PC's up to it, and I can't be bothered forking out cash on top of buying the headset. A ton more cash just to make sure it runs properly on my PC. Oh, Duke, do you, you haven't even heard the best thing about this whole Microsoft partnership thing, yeah? All right? So <laughs> you can plug it, you can hook it up to the Xbox, right? And have oh, it, God. you know, doing things on the Xbox and, and all that stuff. But get this, get this. Oh, you'll love this, too. You right. still need a <laughs> shit-up PC to use it. Because <laughs> you do. That's the technology. Fantastic. Oh. Fucking idiot. So not only not only do you have to have forked out for an Xbox, but you also need a state-of-the-art PC to make sure it works to its full potential. Unbelievable garbage. Unbelievable garbage. Seriously? Um, I don't know. You know me. I'm fickle. You know, it yes. may come out, and, and it may it may go. Actually, it would run kind of okayish on your PC, and I'll be like, okay, I'll have one. Yeah, that's that's possible as well. I can't deny it. It is possible. Thank you. Um, Being honest. Anyway, speculation over, I guess. Uh, apart from Nintendo, so anything big from Nintendo? Star Fox. Do you think? Star Fox. Does anyone really still care about Star Fox? Star Fox. You know, everyone goes on about all these old IPs. Uh, as old, like, uh, the you were just asking about... You just said that they should bring back Journey. You can't complain because people want old IPs to come... I also wanted a new game from them as well. <laughs> Alright, okay. <sighs> but yeah, Star Fox, I mean... Can can Nintendo? Here's a question. Yes, here's a question. Here's a question. Can Go Nintendo ahead. keep surviving on remaking? What do you mean the original IP? That's all they've been doing. That's all they've done for ten. No, I know, but I'm asking, can they keep doing yeah. it? Can they the keep answer on is doing yes. That? Yes. Guess what? This is, I'll tell you a story about Nintendo, right? But are there enough? Let me tell you a story Nintendo about Nintendo. Shoe to do it. Shoe. Let me tell you about a story about Nintendo, right? Yes, yes. They keep releasing the same games over and over again, yeah. Right. <laughs> and they people, they, they, they can't get enough. I haven't finished. I haven't finished. Right. Then they had a little bit of luck with this thing called the Wii, but that, that blew over because everybody realized it was dumb. They had a right? Wii. And then they went, oh, shit, right. Okay, Um. let's release more of the same shit, yeah? But this time, guys, come here, guys. This time, all right, let's sell little figures, all right, and just sell them, and we'll make loads of money. <laughs> <laughs> yep, they're gonna do it. They keep doing it. Okay, here's a question. Okay, we know that they're gonna gonna potentially announce a new console called the NX. Ugh. Okay, is is this going? I mean, my theory is this is gonna be a handheld, a new handheld, but it also links to your telly, so you can either play it on the handheld on your telly, but instead of being tethered like the Wii U gamepad, you can take this on the bus or elsewhere, and they're gonna put on, you know, they're obviously going into the mobile games market with Android and all this shit, or whatever they're supposedly doing. The, 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 the OS runs on Android, apparently. That's yeah, yeah, whatever, whatever it is. I know right? it's and they're denying all that. Right. They're denying all that shit, aren't they? They're going, we're not great. it's not going to be Android at all. We're not having that. So they've probably got some proprietary thing. But I think, I think they're going to be pushing, like, a mobile game playing machine. Yeah. That's what I think they're doing. Yeah, I, I think it's possible that they could... They could update the the mobile device. You know, the DS has been around for many years. I think it's 2004 it came out, and obviously they've improved a lot on the DS now, and it's not the same yeah, as it was. Who cares? 
But exactly, Duke. I guess you're right. Who cares? They're going to announce something that's mobile that will work a little bit more better um, and is a little bit more current with what we can do with technology these days, i.e. streaming things to the TV. Like, you know, we, we've been able to do with Chromecast and, you know, and um, Amazon Fire and all that sort of stuff. So, yeah, maybe something along those lines. I think they were touching on it with the, with the, with the Wii Pad thing. Uh, but maybe doing yep. it the other way around this time. So instead of going to the now, let, let me ask you this though: Are they going to finally move from a resistive touchscreen to a capacitive touchscreen? Oh, that's what I was wondering. Well, it is. It's an interesting question because it's not an interesting question. Like it is. It is right because right every every modern electrical yes. device you pick up now has a capacitive. I, can, I don't even know how to say that word. Touchscreen, you know, so it works with the electricity in your fingers, as opposed to you know resistive and they've always stuck with resistive and they in a stylus are they still going to continue doing that because it's a bit cheaper to produce yes yeah i i do you think I it's time know. for everybody to run around and crack their skulls open <laughs> yes i do <laughs> yes, yes i do, I do. Uh, someone's asking anyone know today's bethesda conference time for the uk i think it's about two in the morning i'm finding that out for it. yeah it's about i think it's about two half two in the morning it's late anyway it's gonna be late. I'll be looking. I'll be looking. I'll be watching it tomorrow morning when I get up. Um, I don't think I'll be watching that tonight. Um, so that's Nintendo done, and I think that's kind of about it. What about anything miscellaneous? Anything from Ubisoft or any other company or anything else that you think may rear its head? I mean, I heard somebody today saying that you know Half Life is gonna come up in some way, shape, or form, but I think that's just bullshit. Yeah, that's I, I think. I think a new Hitman game is due. Hordes of panicky people seem to be evacuating the town for some unknown reason. Professor, without knowing precisely what the danger is, would you say it's time for our viewers to crack each other's heads open and feast on the goo inside? Yes, I would, Ken. <laughs> so, do, I mean, do you think the the last Hitman game did well enough to warrant another one being made? Yeah. Yes, I do, Stu. <laughs> i don't know whether he did did he sell that many i don't yep. think it was it was yeah financially successful yeah i mean it did all right critically but i don't yep. think it necessarily sold a ton no it's all fine i asked them yep. <laughs> it's all fine it's fine that's just or is that just you talking because you want another hitman game it could be a bit of column a it could be a bit of column b <laughs> uh they've also a few people in the chat earlier said uh dishonored 2 would would be at e3 yeah. What do you think? I think that's a good chance of existing. Yes. I am for that. You yes. see, I liked I liked Dishonored. You know what I mean? I enjoyed that. And I know some people didn't and some people didn't think the story was very good, but I kind of enjoyed it. So I'd be happy if a, if a new Dishonored game came out. I think uh, that'd yeah, be pretty I, think, I thought Dishonored was pretty good, yeah. 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 Well, so I think right that's, that's pretty cool. I'll be down for a sequel. Uh, yeah, I would be. Now, the biggest thing that we haven't discussed uh, this show, the biggest news this week, the biggest news this week Fallout is that... No, not Fallout 4. Is that everybody's gone to the rapture has got a release date. It's, it's coming, people. And do you know what else? I think this is very clever planning for this game. Why is that? Because they're releasing it on the 11th of August, smack bang in the middle of summer, and the game is kind of set in the summer 
in a you know in a little oh sort my of god it's like are they plan to release the game when the game is see nobody's ever see i'm before. telling you now yeah yeah it's true uh verbal so yeah i'm very excited and i cannot wait to give this game a whirl i mean it's gonna be impressive i mean it's gonna be impressive um attention verbal people who don't realize everyone's gone to the rapture is made by the same people who made dear esther dear esther is garbage everyone's gone to the rapture might be better but it couldn't possibly be worse <laughs> You just you just always like full of praise. I just want stuff. people to know the truth about where this game comes from. Yeah, they also made Amnesia a machine for pigs as well. That's they true, made and those games are well, you know, Amnesia is a well made game. It's not my kind of game, but I'll give it respect. Yeah, so they did make that. Dear well. Esther, it's uh, no respect. Uh, Verbal Rob says, "What if NX is a phone? Can you can you see Nintendo getting into the phone sort of circles? What if a pig was a duck?" You see, I mean, <laughs> the fact the fact that they're saying they're going to put games on a mobile would it wouldn't be too far beyond the realms of possibility, I guess, for them to make a phone of their own, like a proprietary phone. But I don't. It's such a massive market at the moment. Phones, I can't, I can't see them trying to get into that. I don't think they'd make a dent in it. Well, there's so many other. Now, even McDonald's has a phone out. It's called. That's what I mean. McDonald's, That's what I mean. Yeah. Good I'd, the free cheeseburger. <laughs> I don't understand why they would they would go that far. I think they'll make a machine that'll play those mobile games, but I don't think they'll every text make message you send from the McFound just starts with MC on the start. It's really annoying. Yeah, it yeah. Big suck my ass. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, um, so I think that's it is there anything else that anyone wants to say about E3 before we actually watch the conference and get what I'll actually... have more information on my god gameplay footage here's my <laughs> ultimate E3 prediction uh oh um, we will get very excited about it and we'll watch it and we'll go uh, uh, uh. <laughs> yep <laughs> that'll be it so anyway um yep well that's kind of it yep. for the main stuff we have got a speak pipe kind of uh, a sound bite so let's have a listen to that pipe. it's the way to leave a no, message no, for us. hey there veteran gamers how's it going Epi Scotsman here again, and first off, I just want to say a massive thank you to Duke. So, big shout out to you. You're welcome. He uh, very kindly gifted Fuck me you. Wars Three Dimensions, <laughs> which was a really awesome of you, dude. So, thanks very much. Really appreciate it. Fuck yourself. And um, that's what the message is about, really. Um, I just want to sort of give my impressions of the game from what yeah. I played. I think I put about two or three hours into it so far. And um, yeah, I'm really enjoying it, actually. It's really good. Um, oh, yeah. The first thing that struck me was it reminded me quite a lot of. I don't know if any of you have heard of it, but. Um, there was a Geometry Wars game for the week called Geometry Wars Galaxies, and it reminds me quite a lot of that. Because um, I might be wrong, but I'm pretty sure in the previous Geometry Wars games You're there wrong. wasn't a single-player campaign. But um, there is in Geometry Wars 3, and there was in Galaxies, there was um, a single-player campaign mode, which was pretty uh-huh. fun. Uh-huh. And uh, there is one drones. as well, which is pretty cool. Uh, it's sort of, yeah, it's it's not super engaging, but the levels are pretty fun. The, the level designs change. And the uh, the objectives change. It's basically showcasing the different modes there are. Um, and something it brought back, I'm pretty sure it wasn't in others except Galaxies and this one. I might be wrong. I'm not super up on my Geometry Wars. But, um, well, then don't drones, review it! Which um, sort of give you various bonuses and assists. 
yeah. when you're playing, so you can have one that gives you extra firepower, or one that sucks in the little geo gems that give you a bigger multiplier, and so on and so forth. And you can unlock new ones and upgrade them, and all of that good stuff. Um, so that's pretty cool, actually. I, I really like, um, I really like the little drones, so they can uh, choose, customize a bit how you want to play the game. And uh, there's a bunch of modes, there's an absolute ton of them, and uh, of course there's the classic ones as well if you want to stay true to the classics um yeah so i've just really been enjoying it i I love the music as well really good music it is good music i agree with that and um it's really late right now it's half past one in the morning so uh i'm probably my neighbors but uh thanks duke once again really appreciate it man you're welcome um, thank you veteran gamers for letting me speak to you via the, the magic of the internet so thanks very much guys keep doing what you're doing awesome podcast as always see ya T-H-A-N-K-Y-O-U Thank you. Yeah, epic Scotsmen can stroke our egos anytime. Yeah, nope. yeah that's not all they can stroke. Hey, how good was I? I said two half two and I was bot on. Dude. I know. That's how good I am. I don't need no fucking schedule. I know what time it is. Yeah. Um. So... That all being said, so that was that. We have got one email, so let's read the email. That kind of worked. That ruled. No, it didn't, dude. It didn't. (laughs) No, it didn't. In uh in Assassin's Creed one. There were side missions where you had to, and when you hovered over them on the map, they were called informer missions. That's what I did. Um, before we go into the email, Stu, may yes. I ask you a question about our E3 coverage, just to clarify may. what we're you doing may. over this very exciting week? Uh, for us, um, I'm, I'm sure Duke will agree, uh, about E3, wait. what are we going to do? What, what's the plan, Stu? So, we're doing this show now, as you know. Are we, but are this we doing show, that now? This, we are doing that now. Yeah. But this show will I'm be released tomorrow. So this will be on the on the feed tomorrow. So for today the is tomorrow, download. and then Thursday's show is going to be Tuesday. Correct. Well, Wednesday. Make sure you get the right night, Duke. That would be good. <laughs> Uh, and then, and then on Wednesday this week, uh, we will be recording another live show starting at 7 p.m. Doing a, a roundup of all the E3 stories and big news and reveals, etc. And that will be released on Thursday. Ah. So two shows in one week. My God. That's what and that's what we did. We had two shows last week, too. I know. This is not the standard now, people. Don't get carried away. I know we've had a few After weeks. After this few week, shows, and we're back to one show a week. So yeah. Get off so the it's, it's, it's no, special. We've got, to do, we've got to do the recap of the E3 recap show. <laughs> this is my favorite oh, yeah. part of that <laughs> show we did. Yeah, that'll, that'll be next week. Anyway, so that's what we're going to be doing. So if you want to listen to us live on Wednesday talking E3, you know, and our, our reactions to everything that's gone on, that's what we're going to be doing. So we'll be doing that on Wednesday. Sweet. Um, yeah, we're not going to be doing no like one for each conference and all that bollocks. No, no. Just all be, we're doing uh, is trying to let you know about what happened in a general sense. We're trying to yeah. basically inform you about what's going on. Bomber, 
Is anybody so saying what the fuck are you saying? <laughs> bum bum dee-da. <laughs> I like Stu's version better. Bum bum dee-da. There you go. I know what I'm singing. Anyway, his email is it's entitled It's Alive! The Incredibly Strange Mutant 50 Foot Not So Very Scary Video Games. Uh, from our regular podcast uh, writer, Inner uh, Derek Sines, and he says this How do you do, gentlemen of the Veteran Gamers Podcast? Hello. Hello. I like that. It's good. Nice man. Hello. By the way, I, I meant to say as well, Epic You didn't Scotland think we were really very... getting to your email, did you? No, he's very polite, isn't he? He's he was well, he, he has a YouTube channel called Clean Gaming, remember? Yeah, he's very clean. He is clean. And he doesn't, and, swear. And he, he doesn't swear on that, which is why it's yeah. even more funny that I immediately told him to fuck off when he mentioned you could not be. <laughs> get you. I get you. Uh, uh, you uh, 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 but yes, he's, he's got very good. He's very good. Very articulate, I think is the word I'm looking for. Anyway, here we go. He says, uh, I feel it will be a little unkind to present this email without a word of friendly warning. I think it will thrill you. It may shock you. It might even horrify you. You have been warned. Uh, after hearing the sad news about the passing of Christopher Lee earlier this week, I oh, know, 93, though. Jesus, he was a good age, weren't he? Yeah. Uh, yeah, he was a good age. He was, good... He's had a good life, Mr. Lee. He has. He's, he has. he's done all right. I mean, I grew up on Hammer films. You know, I grew up on Christopher Lee as Dracula. Yeah. That's, what I, that's, that's the Dracula I always remember. That. I, I I Gary Oldman did a very good job as Dracula, to be fair. He was shit. Hey, 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 you're not going to talk about Gary Oldman hey, like hey. that. That film was so boring. I'm not saying the I'm, film was I, good. I'm saying Gary Oldman was good. Yeah, he's no Christopher Lee, though, is he? Well, I'm not saying that. I'm saying he did a decent job. Anyway, he got to thinking about horror films and horror video games. His first question is, is the horror video game dead and buried, at least on the consoles? Would you, would you say it's dead and buried? It's, you know, I, I mean, no, I wouldn't say so, no. I mean, no, I Fear is still a good franchise. Maybe we'll have a new Fear game announced at E3. That'd be cool. We had Alien Isolation. That was yeah, thing. that was successful. We did. And you see, everyone seems to forget about Outlast, which I think is a, a far superior. Evil Within was in the console, wasn't it? Yeah. I mean, he, he mentions that. So shut up. He's talking about it. it says, <laughs> he says Resident Evil has become more of an action-adventure game. That is true. Yeah. That is true. It's but no longer a survival. new, yo. You know, at least with our E4. And Silent Hill franchise seems to have been killed off cause of death, multiple stab wounds from Konami, which is sad to say is true, and it was looking pretty damn bloody good. Uh, but he's, he's heard honorable mentions for the evil within an alien isolation over the last 12 months, but he's never played them himself. Um, yeah, you need to play them, I guess. You need to play them. And, and Evil Within is cheap on the Steam sale, man. That's where you want to get it. Uh, anyway, so what was the last video game and film that genuinely creeped out the veteran gamers? Um, so, I think uh, Beyond Two Souls creeped me out. Uh, really? Yeah, just because of the fact that oh they my god, <laughs> they didn't question any of these decisions. Yeah, I need a game where Ellen Page gets stuck in a desert and then she joins the army and then hang on, Dave, uh, are you sure you're okay with the script? Do you, <laughs> don't want me to look at the script. No, no, no. I, I've, I've got it. I saw it. Don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. Um, game that creeped me out. Hmm. Hmm. I think Condemned 2 and Condemned Now, you one. see, that's a long time ago. Oh, you talk about recently. Recently, recently, recently. Well, any of it, you know, he said, well, you know, most recent game that creeped you out. I need to think. 
See, that's the trouble. That's the trouble. I mean, for me, bring this um, Outlast Whistleblower was was probably the last of which was kind of a standalone DLC thing that they released. But by God, that's a scary, horrible game to play. I'll tell you this. Seven Days to Die has some moments where like you're waiting for the sun to come up and you're trying not to get noticed by the zombies. There's some tenseness in those games. Yeah, I mean, there was something I was just thinking about, actually, where there was a night cycle, and it, it's not very nice being around at night. I'm trying to think which game See, that this, was. I mean, this genre I mean, of games I, has led to us to a new like element in the gaming world, which is Waiting for Dawn Simulator. Yeah. No, it is kind of like that, isn't it? Oh, I know, Dying Light. Dying Light's horrible being out and about at night. That's proper creepy and horrible. Um. You know, and you you you're sort of creeping around, and it, and and I think what, and I've said this before. You know, when you play The Witcher Three at nighttime, it's still almost like daylight. Do you know what I mean? There's there's nothing hidden. You can see everything's really bright, and you can see everything. In Dying Light, when it's nighttime, it's it's black. I mean, you can't barely see anything on screen apart from if you've got uh, your torch on or a lighter, or you can see some fires burning somewhere. But it is is properly black. Um, and and I think that's probably the last game I played that's creepy, but it's not really a horror game, if you will. Well, it's not it has to be a horror game, did he? No, no, but it is creepy. Uh, what about what about films? What was the last scary film you watched? I don't really watch many scary films, to be honest. Uh, I did me. watch um, I did watch Mad Max at the cinema yesterday. Oh, oh yeah, and 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 were you on the yes, it's amazing non-stop action camp, or are you on the I'm not too sure about it camp? I thought it was fantastic. Ah, uh, there you go. I'm, I want to well, watch. I it, have no affiliation with the old Mac, Ma- Mad Max. I've never seen them, so I don't give a fuck um, <laughs> about whether they're true to. Yeah, I kind of uh, want to see that. the original again just to know what's being deconstructed. But I'm, um, I don't know, whatever. I also don't. I thought I mean, it was great. People are like, "Oh, it's it's such it's so epic. You got to see it in the theater." I'm like, "Eh, whatever." No, I, I, I won't worry about that, I do. But yeah. you, I, I, I did go in knowing that there's not a lot to it. In terms of like dialogue and story, yeah, yeah. right? I didn't know that much, but I think you know the performances were good. I thought they were. Yeah, fun. I appreciate a good action movie, even if there's. I mean, you know, Transporter. I had a student who wouldn't shut up about Transporter, so I finally watched it. And I told him when I watched it, it's the best action movie I've ever seen, combined with the worst action movie I've ever seen. Like, if you go into that movie knowing that the plot is garbage, you're fine because there's some yeah. really cool fight scenes. So you know, I watched Thingy recently, Furious Seven. That's good. Uh, we saw good. Guardians of the Galaxy, which was good. And I cried real man tears at the end. Everybody it was very does. sad. I was just like, what? And then he say, oh, if I die, smile, because that's what I was doing when I died, driving too fast. You might say that, but he's still sad that's as like hell. That's like Steve Owen. I'm sorry. I'm not going to. Oh, gee, he got killed by a dangerous animal he shouldn't have been messing with. Okay. <laughs> I'm sorry. I don't you're, all, you're all hard, you. You're all Saying hard. No. <laughs> anyway. Anyway, I will carry on with the... Uh, uh, Hannibal uh, is the last one I can remember. I know I've probably seen one more recently, but I remember when I went back to watch that for the second time, I was thinking, oh, there's nothing too scary. There is some scary stuff in that movie. Oh, my God. Uh, Silence of the Lambs, man. Yeah, that's, it is. So good. that's a good movie. And they're, and they're both good movies. That's the other thing. Like they're, yeah, they're scary and creepy, but they're also good. Like There's a good story there. We anyway, he carries around on. us, Clarice. I have heard lots about the VR headset revolution that might be happening soon. Could VR be the savior of horror games and vice versa? I mean, there was someone had come up with a demo for Oculus Rift, which uh, in when you put the headset on, you sat in your living room playing a video game on a TV. Ski ball simulator simulator. And then 
weird shit's going on around in the room that you're sat in. So in the actual virtual room you're sat in, some weird shit's going down. Yeah. So that was kind of a cool idea, I've got to say. For I mean, that's okay. Yeah, I don't. I mean, that's an immune. See, that's the thing though. When you're going instantly meta, I think that's a bad sign. I don't know, but I think that's an interesting aspect of this. I don't story. think there's a lot of mileage with this. Nope. I mean, we played Monstrum, didn't we, with the with the Oculus on? This um, is going to be the next 3DS. Everybody was crazy excited about the 3DS. Didn't you stand in line for like two hours to play it, Stu? Um, quite a while. Yeah, quite a and while. then you got it, and then you were like, eh, whatever, and you haven't played it since. <laughs> this is what's going to happen with the Oculus Rift. Everyone's going to wet their pants about it for a year, and then it'll go, eh, whatever. What's, what else is... It's, eh, whatever. Eh. Uh, anyway, he, he carries on. Uh, they seem made for each other. Imagine playing something like The Plot and the second Alien film, Aliens with a decent VR headset. It's not strictly a horror film, of course, but imagine an alien snapping the retractable teeth at you or face-hugging, uh, trying to jump into your mouth. Uh, for any of the various VR systems to succeed, I think there must be at least two or three must-play VR games for the first 12, uh, 6 to 12 months in the headset going on sale. Uh, time and the bank balances of gamers will tell. Uh, Top Mouse Friend, when you spotted the opening of my email, a version of the introduction giving the start of the 1931 version of Frankenstein. Uh, still one of my oh. top horror films. Maybe the first time a studio told you to leave the cinema if you were scared of being too scared. Yeah. Okay, since you've twisted my arm and broken it in several places, I'll tell you my top 15 English-speaking horror films, uh, and I'll give you my top 15 foreign-language horror films if you start up the veteran gamers. All right, just go ahead. Filmcast. Right. Uh, in order of release, this is how they are. So he's not done me in order of his favorite, just in okay. order of release date. Right. Uh, so number one, Frankenstein, the 1931 version. This old Scar- dark... or. Oh, the Old Dark House. I have no idea what that is. Next. 1932. Next. Uh, the Haunting, 1963. I have seen this. It is a good movie. I haven't seen it. Have you seen The Haunting? It's black and white, and it's all set in Next. kind of one room. Okay. Ugh, black and, and white. Ugh. <laughs> and, just, and just weird Next. shit goes down. Um, the Mask of the Red Death. Oh, dude, if it's based on a Poe story. I've never seen the movie, but I like the story. So There you go. Uh, so the mask of the red death uh number five the exorcist oh yeah classic it's all right it's all right it takes a while to get going that's the only trouble i have with the exorcist i guess it takes a while it's about an hour in before anything really happens yeah but it's making you creeped out i mean that's true about uh rosemary's baby too your your yeah. critique of the exorcist is the, the same critique i have for the first hulk film the first hulk <laughs> film is garbage yeah, it takes an hour Ang before you Lee. see well, the whole thing. too. Ang, I never thought I'd say Ang Lee made a horrible movie, but yes, he did. Yeah, it was no uh, Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon, oh, was it? Oh, that movie's awesome. Anyway, next I do. I love that movie. Um, Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Yep. 1974. I like that. I do like that film, actually. I've seen it on a numerous occasions. I did see it the first time when I was about seven years old. Probably not the right age no, to be watching that. I told you about when the Duchess, as I said to her, as I say to everybody at when I you know, get to know them pretty well, I'm like, I want you to show me a movie that means something important to you. And she showed me that. And I was like, oh, my God. <laughs> Brilliant. Yeah. Uh, uh, the Hills of Eyes, original one, 1977, which, again, is an impressive. Dawn of the Dead. I, I do love Dawn of the Dead. Classic. It's one of my one of my favorite zombie movies ever. Uh, then he goes in some weird ones. Zombie Flesh Eaters, 1979. That's an interesting choice. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, it's not it's not a nice film that, that I mean that was none of these are nice films. Fight. That's the point. No, but that was right in the middle of the video nasties era, zombie flesh eaters. Anyway, who, who uh, reads America... the words zombie flesh eaters? Go. <laughs> that sounds like a nice film, doesn't it? Let's go for that. Uh, an American werewolf in London, which I, I love that film. I remember the first time I watched that as a kid. A kid, I was a kid again. I was about ten years old when I watched an American werewolf up. in London. I know. Uh, the Evil Dead. Oh, uh, no, not the first one. Second and third. Yeah, I'm, I must admit, I'm with you there. I always thought the se- well, the second one was really a remake of the first of one. Wasn't they realized it? what they needed to do to do it right. Yeah, and it was done much better. Uh, the Thing, uh, 1982. Uh, again, coming up, one of my favorite horror movies of all time, Hellraiser. I just love yeah, that. Yeah, that is film. a good movie. It's a great movie. And and when you read it, the, there was a bit of a, um, a a kind of interview with Clive Barker. Uh, talking about how how it all came about and what they had to do to film it, yeah. And it was amazing how it even ever got made. It was amazing how it ever got made, and uh, they did a, a, a very good job, did Clive Barker of that. Uh, Brain Dead, nineteen ninety three. Never seen it. Uh, uh, that was by um, I think you did Lord of the Rings, wasn't it? Peter Jackson. Peter Jackson really? did Brain Dead. Yes, he did. Oh. Yeah, he did. He, well, he made a few horror films before he started making mainstream movies. He he made Brain Dead, and he did another weird alien takeover thing called God. What was that I think called? It's called takeover. No, it was ah. Oh, geez, it'll come to me. It'll come to me. Um, but yeah, it was it was kind of a it was kind of this Australian really cheap but really nasty movie about aliens taking over and wanting humans as food. Nice. Uh, so he, bad he, uh, taste. he made, yeah, he made, oh, bad taste. There you go. Oh, he did bad taste. Peoples, that's right. Well, he produced it. That was a good movie. Yeah. He made some weird films. Did, did it, did, he did before he sort of went on to make mainstream stuff. Yeah. Uh, and then the final one, number 15, 28 days later. Oh, so that was pretty good. I like yeah, that was all right. as well. I wasn't, it was all right. that. I don't, uh, the only thing I don't like about that film is when um, Tillian Murphy turns into Rambo at the end. This is stupid. Uh, yeah. But there you go. Yeah. There you go. So anyway, uh, final one is, he says, finally at the end, I'm off to prefer for E3 fever next week. Am I expecting a full E3 roundup in next week's Veteran Games podcast? Well, you're going to get one yep. in the same week. Yeah. In the same week, people. Yep. 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 Uh, and and kind of that's it. So we need yep. to do we need to do some shout outs and get the hell for a shout out. Hey! Out of here. So over to you first. Do- yes, uh, my shout outs. I have several. Fumu made a good joke about my PC. He said, I now christen your PC the ship of Theseus. And I was like, I don't know what that means. So I went to look it up. And after I looked it up, this is what I sounded like. So kudos to him. And if you don't get the joke, look up ship of Theseus. Here's the thing. I've been switching parts out of it. So there you go. Rich Webster has given me some PC repair tips. And Pete Gibbons and Morty1884 have also been offering help with my PC. And I appreciate that. I get pretty mad. And so it's good to have friends who can help out on Twitter or offer suggestions. Uh, Markanics and everyone who enjoyed the Fallout 4 podcast with Rich and Chinny, thank you very much to them. And someone just tweeted me. Uh, Amar said, guys, last two episodes have been top-notch. Unfortunately, this episode, 
not so much. I think we got a lot of um, what do you call it? Uh, dead air. Is that how you say it? <laughs> not that I'm aware of, but carry on, carry on. Yeah, that's... it did sound like you were dead at one point. Ah, I get it. I was adding dead air. Uh, I know. I get it. I get it. I get it. Who gifted me Vicaria Chronicles and Geometry Wars three? And thanks again to Jacinta who had already given me Geometry Wars three. So thank you, Epic Scotsman, for talking into the show. And thank you to everybody who uh, is listening. And if there's any students listening for the first time this week, send us an email or a speak pipe. Go to VeteranGamers.co.uk in your web browser, and there are directions there for how to email the podcast or to send us a speak pipe i used to be a student of mr p's and now i listen to the show hey yo i used to be a student of this guy and he's crazy hey yo 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 sorry i hit the wrong and he swears in everything i heard mr p swearing he swears on that podcast thing he does <laughs> Brilliant. Right, Chinny, over to you. Uh, I'd like to shout out Spawn and then, of uh, course, my, my good mate, because, uh, you know, of that thing that he did. And I, I saw the, um, cause the on the bus and then he <laughs> never did it. I never did it. I never did it because then, because when he walked in, right, I, I, I dropped my pants and then he grabbed the... <laughs> Five prostitutes, <laughs> and then the sausage got stuck up there. So I don't know how it happened. <laughs> that was very well, funny. Shout out to all those guys. You know who you that's are. Funny. You know who you are. That's funny because Step J is saying sound drop now because he thinks your mic's cutting out. But obviously you were doing that on purpose. Yeah, mm. um, yeah very, clever, very clever. You had him. You've got him fooled. You got him fooled. Um, well, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to shout out I, Pete, uh, because he sent me a Steam gift very kindly. Yay. I know, I know. He sent me Numa Breath of Life. What, uh, Numa? Yeah, Manuma. Yeah. Manuma. Uh, so thank you ever so much for that. And I will, I'm, I've got a couple of days off this week at some point, so I will try and make an effort to play it. Um, so I'm going to do that. Uh, I'd also like to shout out Chris MJW. Uh, because uh, is the the only thing I was going to get off the Steam sales or was planning to get was was Game of Thrones if it if it came down in price fairly cheap. Now I've had a look and it's got twenty two percent off till the twenty second of June, so I'm not entirely sure that it's going to drop any more than that, uh, which is still fifteen pounds at the moment. Uh, but Chris sent me a thing saying you do know it's it's only eleven pounds on on PS4 at the moment, so I was like, ha. Huh. So I've bought it on there. Ah. So thank you very much for that. So thank you very much. I'm I'm going to look forward to playing that now. So uh, yeah, loving it. And um, yeah, and I was going to give a quick shout out to Mark, otherwise known as the Elusive Man, who is a new co-host on the Boss Wave podcast. I think he's doing a pretty good job. So there you go. So shout out for him once he once he's got his mic sorted out. Anyway, that is. So is the first week was his microphone was a little bit ropey, but now it's all sorted. Uh, so good good luck to him and uh, yeah keep it up it's pretty good so there you go uh and i think that's it for me so on that note we do need to get a hell out of here and just to remind everybody again we'll be back here on wednesday at 7 p.m yeah, doing a live show just listening to this there's more show of, of e3 and uh yeah go back enjoy online us. and listen to us talk some more 
Yeah, give us your own comments in the chat, and we'll yeah. we'll talk about that shit as we're talking. And, write an email, and, leave a review on iTunes. Yeah, I and mean, you never know; we might even bring some people in if they, you know, if they want to come in and chat uh, about uh, what they thought. Uh, you know, it might happen. It might happen. Can't promise. Not promising. So that is it. So let's get the hell. Out if you like of this podcast, here. there is another site you should check out, which is called VG Hub. A bunch of links to other video game podcasts, similar in vein to ours, but different in the way they're uh, delivered. Some have all kinds of sound effects. Facebook comment junkies. Some talk about RPGs. Come on. Some might say that. No, no one says that. And of course, you have links to great forums. You don't have any other friends. So check it out. VGHub.net is a great starting point for your podcast discovery. Oh, hey, ginger balls. Tell you what. Um, by the way, Aliens, Alien Isolation is seven ninety nine at the moment on Steam sale. F- yourself. <laughs> <laughs> But what's you know what's kind of interesting? Uh, <laughs> Aliens Colonial Marines is two pounds forty nine. <laughs> that's for the way game. too. That's too much money. I know. I know. Is that still too much, Ginny? Is that too much? Two pound fifty. Yeah, way too much. But what's weird, right? You can get the Alien Isolation season pass, okay, which adds on five different add-on packs and stuff like that, right, for four ninety nine, or you can get the Aliens Colonial Marines season pass for tenner for nine ninety nine. It's double the price. Fucking stupid is that? It's all stupid, mate. Who's, who's going to pay that? Who's going to pay? Who's going to be ten quid when the game itself is only two pounds fifty? Mm. Idiot. It's ridiculous. I bought a game uh, on oh. the Steam for myself. You don't know what I bought? Yeah. What did you buy? What do you get? I mean, a bit crazy. So I'm going to try and push my uh, my MacBook Pro a little bit further with the graphics because you know, uh, game <laughs> dev tycoon. Uh, oh, nice. three, three quid. Three quid, I thought. That's, oh, right. okay. that's a special deal yeah. today. Special deal. It's a special. Have you tried this play the game to get the deal? Yeah, unlocked? it's a clicker game. You'd, you'd hate it, and I didn't like it because it's, it's just another clicker game. And you have to wait for a thousand people to join up before it starts. I had to wait like ten minutes. It was ridiculous. Why not? What what happened to just choose the next pack? I know, right? Friggin' Alfire. Do you want these three games or these three games? Make it more interactive. Who really gives a shit? So if you haven't watched it, if you haven't watched Bob's Burgers, you all should watch it because it's a great show. And here's a clip of Tina, the young lady who's always going. "Uh." She's learning how to drive in this clip because her father is teaching her how to drive. They're in an empty parking lot. There's one other car. Let's make this kitty purr. Well, go ahead. Try a turn. Uh, Tina, why are you groaning? You're doing fine. Uh, Rel- Tina, relax. Easy. Easy. <laughs> okay. Uh, okay. Uh, Tina, you're kind of headed toward the only other car in the lot. <laughs> you have plenty of time to turn, Tina, so just go ahead. Turn one way or the other. You're just swerving back and forth. Turn one way and stick with it, Tina. 
Tina, for the love of God, turn away or stop. The brakes, Tina, on the left, you're about to hit that car. The brakes, hit the brakes. <laughs> it's a great show. And Eugene Merman is a great stand-up. He plays one of the kids named Gene. And then Kristen Schaal, who's also a very funny comedian, she plays uh, uh, Louise, who's another kid. It's a really good show. It's on Netflix. Get it watched, people's Bob's Burgers. Eugene Merman's the guy who says, uh, "Are you saying Pilates wrong? Pirates wrong or <laughs> something?" Wrong. He was yep. in. He was in Flights of the Concord, wasn't he? Yeah, yeah. He's the. Uh, are you prostituting yourself in front of my building? Where'd you learn that? Just a normal book. Just a book, you know. How to get it done? <laughs> get it done. Exactly. So you know how awesome he is, and he does. Like you can tell, a lot of his lines are ad libbed. And he just, it's its awesome. Awesome. Yep. 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 You see, tonight, right now, this is where summer actually begins for me. Because up till now, it's been like a nice long weekend. But tonight, normally, I either have to grade papers or feel bad because I'm not grading papers. But tonight, there's none of that. I'm not. Is it, is it sunny outside? Eh, it's kind of sunny. But I already went for a bike ride today, so I don't need to go out again. Ooh, how far did you go? Uh, just up to the corner uh, place where we got brunch. I was just going to say, how the hell am I going to know how far up to your corner is? It's like three blocks away. How big's a block? Uh, five houses. Uh, <laughs> do you not do miles where you come from? I don't pay attention to that stuff. <laughs> how far did you go? I don't know, up to the corner. Yeah. Up to the corner of where? <laughs> Fine, I'll compute the mileage on Google Maps right now. Can you actually do that? Is that specific? It sounds, it sounds like you didn't go very far. Oh, Jesus Christ. I'm almighty. playing Quop on the stream. Oh, God. Surgeon <laughs> uh, Simulator. That to that. Okay. 0. 0.9 miles. Ah, just under a mile then. He's oh, no, zero point seven miles. Sorry. So even less than the. <laughs> that was it, and then back. So that's not, that's not a bike ride. <laughs> Jesus Christ, about you've been, you been looking at your burn like ten calories. Well, it was about that. burning calories. I was looking to go get brunch. You <laughs> was looking to and go, I go bum, bum, bum. <laughs> Okay. Oh, congratulations, Chin, on the wedding. What's all that about? What's that, Chinny? News to me. I don't see it. How's the house, by the way? Any any movements on your house? Any house? Well, the house hasn't moved, so that's good. No, no, it's not falling through yet. yet, And that's good. You're not getting Um, a caravan, like in Dexter or Derek. (laughs) No, Derek. um, The the mortgage advisor sorting it out. So hopefully tomorrow or Tuesday we'll have our mortgage in principle. Oh no, that is going off! My God, my God, my God! All going off, and you get a free bed for when we go to. I know. Some serious shit going down there. Oh, yeah. Some serious shit. Right. Well, I'm going to go to bed. All right. Well, have a good night, and I'll talk to you guys in two days. You will. So thank you both, and we will see you in a few days.